happened last night. You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, we're live. Back to live action, fellas. The morning after has begun. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Television Network, American Forces Radio Network, Sports Byline, iHeart, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. I am Gabriel Morenzi in Midtown of Manhattan, and uh, I'm ready to uh, rage um, after a, a late night. Uh, listen, last night was one of those classic uh, sports uh, sports uh, nights, especially for those of you on the West Coast. Um, for those of us on the East Coast, well, it was just another typical uh, Tuesday night, uh, to be honest. But I'm all I'm already up late all the time. Like I don't really go to bed till like two o'clock type thing, even though I wake up incredibly early for this show. Yet it's it's different if I'm sort of just phasing out watching a Twilight Zone or Alfred Hitchcock than it is if I'm ultra stressed with money on the line. At 1.30 in the morning, because then after, there's a wind-down effect after the game and a what-the-hell-just-happened effect. And I actually found myself, I was actually just sort of walking around aimlessly in my condo last night, Joe, at 2 in the morning, like back and forth, sort of like a coach, thinking, like, are you kidding me? Like, did David, like, I, 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 I like, dude, I could have taken plus four. Instead, oh, no, no, look on the money line. It's plus 175. One of the, one of the most frustrating nights, Gabe. And, uh, yeah, listen, ah. I feel your pain. 1.30 in the morning, I feel like I just did two ounces of blow as I'm staring at the uh, the fan in my bedroom going, I got to get up in two hours. And <laughs> I can't stop thinking about how aggravating this night was from beginning to there were some moments that I was like, yes. And then there were other moments I'm like, you've got what am I watching right now? Like, are you kidding me? I had Portland first half, my friend, uh late. Oh, I heard about that bad beat. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was great. So that that's how it uh that's how the night kind of went there. And uh yeah, no, I haven't been to bed yet. So I I feel you, brother. You know, that's funny you say that because it's one of those like everyone gets screwed somehow, because after the game I'm like, oh, my God, I was going to take Oklahoma City plus the four, and I just lost because I didn't. They Mm -hmm. won by three. Then my buddy in Vegas tweets me. He's like, bro, I had Portland minus two in the first half and minus four in the game. Yep. The double. He goes, I just got screwed twice in the same game. Believable. Screw you, Vegas. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. Possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. Breaking news. Marshawn Lynch not planning on playing football again. I didn't know he still played. It's like, dude, you tried to light, you tried to light a spliff on Al Davis's memorial torch, like uh, on TV. I kind of assume you were done then. Like, like, I'm just, you know, just sort of saying, you were, you were right about Marshawn Lynch the other day. Like he can say anything, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it really doesn't. It's it's amazing to me. And by the way, I, he must have wrote it down because I don't know that he, if he said it, anybody would understand he was retiring. Yeah, yeah. You know what? He's just gonna. Uh, he's gonna. There's the one. He's gonna ride off into the sunset. He's one of the funnier dudes. He's actually a smart guy. He's just. Um, he's kind of crazy. Like. Yeah, uh, he's nuts. Yeah. He, you know, there's a video of him riding a scooter in Scotland. Yes. And he nearly gets run over by a bus. It's like really <laughs> one of the funniest. Like, and I, I like him. I don't want him to get hit by a bus, so it's good he didn't get hit. But he really nearly got smoked by like a double decker bus in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Like he smoking the whole time too. It's great. He's like on the side of this. He's on like this street, Lord, sort of a small street. It's like he borrowed someone's. Like he said, "Hey, can I can I take it for a ride?" And he's sort of like everyone rides like moped, scooter, motorcycles type thing in Europe. You know, there's a lot of people. So he's sort of like he's popping wheelies and like he's oh, yeah. he's screwing around and his bus turns the corner. Just right like, there. Whoa. He just misses the bus. It's like, man, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm a big fan of Skittles, too. So, yeah, shout out to Marshawn. Um, Sean actually um, was wondering, is Marshawn Lynch a Hall of Famer? And, 
you know, my gut instinct was he one of the best like uh, running backs, in, you know, of his of his generation. I guess at times, but you know, yes and no. Is he a Hall of Famer? I guess he will be. I don't really know his numbers to be honest. He was, do- I mean, dominant there for uh, for long stretches wherever he went. He was the workhorse, uh, certainly every place. I mean, it was. I don't think there was a better goal line running back than uh than marshawn uh he got the which, ball a lot though see he was afforded he the opportunity right yes yeah he definitely was he was the go-to guy for sure every place he went to he got he got abused i mean what he played 12 years that's a lot of mileage on him more he would so run than, people uh, over. than others yeah he would run people yep. over um that's funny i just punch in marshawn lynch hall of fame and the first thing that comes up marshawn lynch is not a hall of famer yeah well he's gonna he's he gonna rub people the wrong way, I'm sure. Well, that that's another thing. All right. Uh, I don't know. Based on his football, you can't just say that blatantly because of his football play. It's you're saying that because you don't like him. Yeah, he's got ten thousand. Uh, he's got ten thousand three yards. Ten, twelve years, ten thousand three. All right, no, that's just this is not including 2018. So what did he do in 2018? Let me get this. Just for the record, so there's. Because I talk a lot about LaShawn McCoy. Do you think LaShawn McCoy is a Hall of Famer? No, I don't think LaShawn McCoy. Uh, see, the problem is LaShawn, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't play on a championship team, right? Marshawn had that exposure. Yeah, but but the consensus is that LaShawn McCoy is, it's almost a slam dunk that he's in the Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah. Are uh, his numbers that gaudy? Yeah, they're right there. They're they're sort of right there, basically. He needs there's the magic number is twelve thousand, Joe. No one that's rushed for twelve thousand yards is not in the Hall of Fame. And, he's not okay. Yeah, and LaShawn McCoy is is on a mission to get there. I think he's about twelve hundred short now. But yeah, if if you look at like um, running backs in the age uh, of of their twenties, mm-hmm. uh, LaShawn McCoy is like six all time beside. Walter Payton, Jim Brown, like, it's over the top. Look, we had Marshall Falk in here every week, right? We were lucky enough to work right. with him. He's a Hall of Fame running back, and Marshall Falk is uh, he's kind of uh, he's kind of a, a hard-ass, too. Mm. He doesn't he doesn't give accolades, this guy. He doesn't like anybody, to be honest. So um, he was like, oh, yeah, 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 LeSean McCoy's a Hall of Famer for sure. And, look, he's a running back. He's not like, no, no, no. You know, he goes, uh, he said, LaShawn won't be, like, first ballot. He'll have to wait a few years type of deal, but he'll get in. But Marshawn Lynch is a little lower uh, than him. Ricky Williams has put up uh, big numbers. I think that the relationship will matter. Sort of like Jeremy Roenick, who we had on yesterday. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Roenick used to be bombastic and yell at the league. and, And let's face it, a lot. I'm going to say, like, a lot of the hockey media are basically Canadian. And, yes, like, yeah. the Hall of Fame votes, the powerful guys. You know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, you know, like, Peter King is powerful for the NFL Hall of Fame. Like, he can tell people in the media, hey, vote for this guy, do this, do that. You know, the power brokers are, are in Canada with this. And Ronick always rubbed, like, hockey guys are sort of – you know, stayed and don't say that and don't, you know what I mean? Jeremy yeah. Roenick was very outspoken, so he pissed a lot of people off. But he's very, he's matured a hell of a lot right now. Like, I, I don't see why he wouldn't be in, but you raise a good point. I think Marshawn Lynch and, 
you know, his interactions with the media. I'm only here because I don't get fined. And, you know, him blazing weed all the time and stuff might rub some of these these voters the wrong way. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't like he was friends with the media at all. He was better early on, but then it just got to that somewhere around that time he left Buffalo into Seattle. He just uh, he hated everybody. Um. You know, he averaged four and a half yards a carry for the career. So, I mean, and he also caught you. People forget he, he did catch the ball out of the backfield as well. He was pretty good with that. But here's, uh, here's Gil, uh, Gil, Gil Brandt. Is Marshawn Lynch a, a Hall of Famer? I think he's close, but I don't think he quite makes the cut. Mm. I think he was fortunate to be on a Seahawks team and adhered to a run-heavy philosophy. Um, it seems like uh, it's sort of... Uh, here, all right, he here's Ike to, Taylor. Ike Taylor. 250 to 300, too, uh, rushes a year. So he was a workhorse. Yeah, and you got to give people credit for that, too, right? Yeah. And exactly. Not to mention, too, he was on Buffalo. Buffalo weren't great. He was getting beat up. Yes. Like when he was on the Buffalo Bills, I remember he used to, like, carry people, like, three yards and stuff. I think he'd get well, his hit. first two years, he he'd was get a hit right yard away rush. at the line, and then he'd sort yep. of pop for another two, three yards. Yep. Um, yeah, so, uh, nevertheless, um, Smoke in peace, Marshawn. Mm. (laughs) Marshawn Lynch should like go just like camp right outside the NFL headquarters and just like just go blow smoke in Goodell's face. Go get him, damn it. Go get him. That won't get him into the Hall of Fame either. (laughs) Nope. Ain't gonna help him. Charlie Casserly says, Ooh, what's what's Charlie Casserly say? Um, Charlie (laughs) Casserly says he's right on the cusp. It seems to be like that seems to be the consensus that he's sort of right there. I see other people saying, listen, if you put Terrell Davis in, how the hell do you not put Marshawn Lynch in? Good point. You know what the difference is? Terrell Davis is a lot more uh, smiley. Much a good way more of putting likable. it. Like Terrell yes. Davis talks and, hey, how you doing? And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Marshawn Lynch just personal. gives you a look like, I don't know you. Why are you talking to me? Yeah, exactly. So, get, away. get away from me. You know, it goes. We see this in, in, in all sports, man. Look at Jack Morris. Jack Morris, one of the great to me, great, great pitcher, one of the better pitchers of all time. Mm. Um, he had to chill out. Like, he used to hate the media when he was a player, but he realized after when he retired, he's like, why am I not getting into the Hall of Fame? Because, like, bro, all those people that you are a jerk to, they're the ones that vote. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it takes years to like soften the blow. You got to become Johnny Nice Guy. And it's funny Morris is all nice now. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't there certainly in his playing days too. He was. Oh, uh, no. He was. Great, well, great. that's what made him edgy. I mean, that's great what pitcher. made him who he is. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, he averaged eight uh, eight touchdowns a season though over twelve years. That's pretty impressive too. Um, who Marshawn? Yeah, Marshawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not. Um, I'm not keeping him out. Like, this isn't, and this wasn't a prepared debate. Like, hey, if I'm really going to get into a debate as far as a, or like if we're going to talk about a, a Marshawn Lynch going to the Hall of Fame, I really got to crunch the numbers here. I mean, he just announced his retirement, but. It is close. It's close not, enough that you can make an argument. For I'm sure. not going to die on a hill saying there's no way he's not a right. Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah, but he is close enough. I don't, you know, it's it, you just can't flat out be like, oh, absolutely not. No, it's close enough. The argument can be made for I sure. I think Willie Colon would be a good guy to ask since he's yes. a, a Lyman Super Bowl champion, right? That's correct. You know what I think with, with, with a guy like Marshawn, I don't know if you agree with this, that I bet you if you ask players, they're like, oh, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, and people in the media will be like, oh, I don't know. 
Yeah, no, he snubbed me. Yeah, man. I know. I don't know his attitude. Like, I bet your players are like, yeah, yeah, he's all of Famer. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest-rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I don't know if you guys remember, but um, I was bitching about Adam Schefter um, la- uh, last week. And I was basically stating that I, I don't understand how the guy has risen to the prominence that he has when, I don't know, I, I don't recall any major, like, important thing. Like, I don't care if you tell me that some tight end signed a contract three minutes before Ian Rappaport did. Like, you know, if you give me something good, 
Yeah, I remember he came out big, ooh, there's bigger names involved at that uh, massage parlor. They never said anything ever about it ever again. You know, so, but I've, I've caught on to this years ago with Schefter, in which if you watch his reports, you know, like they go to Jay Glazer or, you know, they go to Morton, whatever. You go to some of these guys, Mike Florio at NBC. You know, well, Dan, and bam, 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 and this happened, and boom, boom, and we're hearing this out of here, and all, you know, and even if it's like, you know, you know, ultra insider information, they're still delivering, all right, I just gave you six or seven items in, in, in my 60 seconds, mm. but I've, I've caught on, like, I see through everybody, all right, and Adam Schefter buys time on the air, because he doesn't have anything, so he <laughs> buys time, so they'll be like, what about Chad Pennington? Well, Dan, New York Jet quarterback who played at Marshall, Chad Pennington. And I'm like, good job, Adam. You got about 10 seconds there, bro. He just said nothing. You told us he Keep plays for the Jets. I know he plays for the Jets. <laughs> All right. Classic. Here's classic Schefter in an effing tweet this morning now. Adam Schefter. Can't just say Marshawn Lynch announces his retirement. Right? This is his tweet. After two seasons playing for his hometown Oakland Raiders, Marshawn Lynch not planning to play football again. Just say Lynch has retired. You would have saved four or five words there. He's purposely, like, stretching it, even his tweets. Marshawn Lynch not planning to play football again. League sources tell ESPN. League sources, he announced his retirement. (laughs) Like... (laughs) League sources. Like, <laughs> he's, he's lighting joints on the street. League sources tell you. Everyone uh, told us. It's everywhere. <laughs> League sources. All right. And then, uh, then you know, here's a real like, kicker. Now with the three-day draft. So he couldn't just say with the NFL draft. No, no. It's got to be three-day draft. Mm-hmm. Now with three-day draft kicking off Thursday night in Nashville. The Raiders have one more potential need to address. Running back. Oh. Said RB. Um, dude, I feel like a teacher, and it's like basically, all right, write me a you know 800 word book report, and you know like the kid is just stretching every sentence out. <laughs> like he was wearing an orange sweater, and like. It's like, listen, kid, I didn't ask you to just sort of waste, like, letter. I wanted, like, some insight here. Like, even his effing tweets have to be long-winded and go nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Got to buy that time, man. It's got to stretch, man. Vamp. Vamp it up, man. Watch. He'll be on TV later. He's going to spend, like, it'll be a two-minute thing, and he'll repeat this. Well, he played for the Raiders. He's from Oakland. Yes. Why don't you tell us he played at Cal? Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised you didn't throw that in there. He played at Cal. Yeah, Cal. And, and yeah. it's like uh, dealing with Sean, telling us that Colgate made the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll mix won. it up. He'll oh, mention like, a different yeah, right. team Good every hour. Colgate won. Thanks, yeah. Hour one kidding. will be uh, hour one will be Cal. Then he then he'll do the next update. He'll be like former Seahawks. Then he'll do another one to be former Oakland Raider. He'll just he's really good uh, quality stuff the way he brings it like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking at other people's tweets. Here's like uh, somebody out of Seattle. Just a, a, a link. You know. News news on former Seahawk Marshawn Lynch. Um, you know, Beast Mode never gets old, but 
I don't know. Yeah, maybe somebody, maybe somebody in the media will give us something we can use. Um, so yeah, epic night last night, guys. Uh, let's let's go through the games here a little bit. Let's start off with their their epicness. Number one, you know, if if we're like ranking this stuff, Lillard's 37 uh, foot shot was nice, but it's not every night and it's not every game seven even that a team blows a three nothing lead. First off, a 3-1 series lead to go to Game 7. The Las Vegas Golden Knights were up uh, 3-0 with 10 minutes left. They take a a major penalty, and it's a goal fest. And what's insane is I was up, and you can't make this as gambling for you. And how, like, we have so little control, and we're just like, you know, whatever. I'm like, uh, I'm watching the basketball more than the hockey because it's 3 nothing. I'm actually, I actually had the under six counted like in a winner pile of tickets. Mm. So it's 3 nothing in a hockey game. And I'm like, well, I'm on San Jose, but it'll probably stay under the six. And I'm like, man, sharks choke again. <laughs> and I'm watching, I'm watching the Blazer game. And, and, and Oklahoma City, and I got Oklahoma City on the money line parlay. And, they're up by 15 in, in the fourth. I'm like, well, I'm going to lose the I'm going to lose uh, the San Jose bet because I had San Jose. I'm going to lose the San Jose bet, but I'm going to hit Oklahoma City on the money line, and I'll probably hit the under six. And you, it's just like the roles reverse, like you said, like, oh, like, ding, ding. Like, I'm sitting there after looking at my tickets. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. So I lost the Oklahoma City bet. I lost the under, but I won my San Jose ticket. Like, like I, I was baffled. I was sitting there. I was like, I was, mm. I, uh, it was one of those nights. Like I was actually muttering to myself, walking back and forth, looking at my tickets, going, I don't know, I don't know what I've done. Like, uh, like. <laughs> but yeah, listen, if you're Vegas, I really don't feel all that bad for them, Joe. They've only been in the league a year or two. Who cares, right? Screw them. <laughs> But I mean, honestly, to what the hell are you going to follow that up with year three? You you go as a franchise to the Stanley Cup, you get you get bounced out in the most dramatic fashion the following year. Like what? Well, Vegas fans, what are you going to expect next year? You got to be kidding me. They're regressing. They made it oh. to the Cup. Now they they lost in Game Seven. Next year they make the playoffs and get swept. Yeah, but now the big question, because I thought of you too last night, Gabe. I was dying to see your thoughts because I had a feeling you were going to blow up on this. It's not the ref's fault that you got a five-minute major. I get it, right? It sucked. It probably shouldn't have been. But that's not the reason you gave up four goals on eight shots in a power play situation, is it? Well, yeah, it is. Um, you know, hockey, there's no rhyme or reason. I wish I, I could sit here. I could tell you. I told someone this. I got into a big argument with someone last week about this. I told them hockey is random. Mm. So you could throw all the data out and all this crap. It was three nothing with nine minutes left. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I didn't. It's a choke job. I mean, I, it I really no, is. <laughs> I have no. Like, I've never seen that before, and I didn't Eight see shot. it last night. I missed it. Like so. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. So that's what I was gonna say. I did not see any of the four goals. Oh, man. So I'm, I, I swear to God, like, I didn't see it on Twitter. I wasn't online. Like, it was late at night, and I didn't even get in. I'm saving this for a little bit later, all right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about We're going to get to the Bruins and the Leafs. Um, I was already in a bad mood. I didn't want to see any tweets or any social anything. 
I'm just sitting there pissed off, and I'm like, well, all right, uh, uh, there's how much time is left? Is it three one or four nothing now? Whatever, with a minute right. left, and it's four three. I nearly <laughs> fell out of my chair, and not a good one. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell's going on here tonight, man? I'm like, and I'm sort of like. Right away, I went to a website. I'm like, how do they just score four goals in three minutes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On eight shots, by the way. Eight shots. <laughs> and anyone who watched that game, dude, the goalie of San Jose, Martin Jones, one one shot and one sequence, the guys like Dominic Hasek and Ken Dryden combined. Mm-hmm. He's like, save! And oh, what a save! And he's like... Yeah. And then... A couple of minutes later, man, it's like peewee. You just flick the puck at him, and it's like, oh, he mm-hmm. should have had that one, Chuck. It's like, yeah, no yep. kidding. It's like he should have had that one. Like, every shot's a heart attack with this kid. Yeah. Um, and, dude, it was basically uh, Russian roulette, man. Musical chairs, Russian roulette, and uh, Vegas, uh, they, they got caught without the seat when it was all said and done. Like, that's, yep. that was some crazy-ass stuff. I think the hockey gods... I said this to Cam yesterday on Game Time Decisions, and we said, if there are, like, the the hockey gods, if they are fair, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the San Jose Sharks will win. Yeah, uh, but the Toronto Maple Leafs didn't hold uh, up uh, their end of the bargain. See, the San Jose Sharks didn't quit. They dug down deeper. The hockey gods were like, man, we're not screwing these guys. And I don't know if you see Joe Thornton, what he looks like. He looks like uh, Jesus now. He does, yeah. God, uh, what, what did Jeremy Roenick tell us yesterday, Joe? He said, they're it was doing crazy. it for him. Yeah, he, they're doing it for him. He said, he said, guys, they just came back from 3-1 down. He said, uh, there's something about this team. They didn't come this far to lose. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, the San Jose Sharks, dude. They've been that prototypical team, Joe. Like, they came into the league the same time the Ducks did. Mm-hmm. I think the Ducks have won two cups. You know what I mean? Like, they've had zero success. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it's, um, like, they've had, they've had, they've had a ton of success. But, like, they've made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. They've been eliminated in the playoffs. They've been the favorites, like, eight times, bro, over the last, like, 15 years, these guys. Crazy. It's sort of like Tampa Bay, and they can never win in the playoffs, never win in the playoffs. Something always bad happens to them. They, they're they the ones that blow the lead. They're the ones that choke it away. Maybe this year is different. Either way, man, you know, the NHL playoffs, tough to beat that stuff. Nope. Although Crazy. you just, you know, tough to beat it. It's also a heart attack and a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the NFL draft. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. (sighs) 
I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Maurice Allen 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion 2017 World Number One Me personally I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic life body cleansing needs. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, guys, take your tax refund. Swing for the fences here. You're playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Why? We want you to be the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. You can become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands, hundreds of thousands even, uh, using these lineup optimizers. So if you're playing MLB DFS and you're not utilizing DailyRoto.com, yeah, shape up, guys. You're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY, 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and, of course, the use of those daily lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. So it's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package, only at DailyRoto.com, promo code FNTSY. Go get you 10% discount today. All right, let's talk some NFL draft uh, football as uh, we were uh, just uh, crying about the National Hockey League. There'll be more crying, yelling, and everything else in between a little bit later, Liam McHugh is actually going to join us, too, which is pretty cool. He actually, I think he believes he does, uh, I think he's the Notre Dame host uh, now, college football, but uh, does a great job uh, hosting the NHL uh, studio uh, stuff on NBC. We had Jeremy Roenick yesterday, but let's talk draft right now uh, with uh, with Chris Landry. LandryFootball.com, one of the most insightful uh, football websites and insightful um, football men in the business joins us. Uh, Chris, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for joining us this morning. 
How you doing, Chris? All right, uh, we'll get uh, Chris Landry uh, dialed up, uh, dialed up in a second. And I appreciate Sean telling me in my ear. I don't know if you heard Joe. He's there. He's there. Well, unless he, nah. is he the invisible? Is it like the Invisible Man type there? Like he's not yeah. there. He's oh, he's there. there. He's there. It's in your head. He's there. I'm asking. I'm saying hello. He's there. He's not there. No. He's nope, nope. Definitely not there. Definitely not there. Good morning, Chris. How you doing? All right, guys. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, Still not there. Shot, don't tell me, like, uh, yeah, he's there. Go. Just uh, figure it out. Um, I saw the line, though. Uh, you know, you mentioned it yesterday with our uh, Nick Bosa over here. It's yes. interesting. I looked, at, I looked at the latest lines here for the 49ers, and his draft position, in fact, uh, is the number is two and a half, under or over, and the under – is minus 357. That number should have been a hell of a lot higher. At least I think it was a lot higher um, in the early going. That number's come down a lot there. I don't know, Joe. I'll be honest with you. This stuff is like uh, the the sports we were talking about last night. I've give up. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. I mean, it's. I don't. There's some. There's, there's some the lines are all go. over the place. That's why I, I, want, yeah. I was going to throw this stuff at Landry here about this, but you're right. No, Joe. 48 hours ago. Kyler Murray was 10 to 1 to be uh, taken uh, first overall. Right now, 4 to 1, minus 400. Crazy. That's crazy. So there's a belief, at least a little bit, that maybe he's not the first overall pick. Um, all right, I believe, uh, do we have Chris Landry right now? Good morning, Chris. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we uh, we appreciate uh, your patience. Uh, we apologize for any uh, technical difficulties. No, uh, that happens, man. No um, so, uh, oh, yeah, it does. So, um, um, we're just talking. We're, we're looking at this, and I you know, I think the, the odds are a good barometer almost to sort of gauge what, what the market's looking at. And 48 hours ago, Kyler Murray was 10 to 1 uh, to be the number one pick of the draft. Suddenly, it's down to 4 to 1 right now. Do you think like anything's different right now, or is it a smokescreen? Do you think Kyler Murray, and I'm not saying he should, but do will, do you think he will still be the number one pick? Well, you guys know that the odds are just what the public thinks, and it really has nothing to do with what's going on behind the scenes. Nothing's changed. The Cardinals game plan has been ensconced for a while. You know, they just, they're not going to tell people what they're going to do because they would like to see what type of trade offer they can get when they're on the clock. Now they've talked with people. They've not gotten an offer that intrigues them, but there is a possibility if they do want to take Kyler Murray, that if they could move down a couple of spots, um, they would love to do that and still get them. There's really not the market for anybody wanting to move up, but you never know what happens. That's why you play the game of smoke screen and you say, yeah, we love Josh Rosen. We love this. You love everybody, and you try to just dissuade, you know, whatever somebody says. You try to go the other way. But but the bottom line is they know what they're going to do if they keep the pick. But what they don't know is what an offer might come that might, um, you know, change things a little bit. But I, I suspect that they'll take him. That's not what I would do. I know the scouts in the, that room like Bosa and Williams – Quinnen Williams and Nick Bosa, not the quarterback, but, you know, if they go ahead and obviously fired a coach, uh, you know, uh, after not even after one year, after one season, and now they got a new coach that 
and Cliff Kingsbury that they, they may want to pair him with the quarterback that he wants. So it makes sense uh, for, for the reasoning of why they want to do it. Is it the right combination? I think that can be very easily disputed. But I would say that if they keep the pick, uh, the odds are that they'll take them. What do you think about Bosa and Quentin Williams as far as San Francisco uh, is concerned? Um, is it a slam dunk? Is it all if you take, you know, are you, is it a mistake passing on on either one of them uh, per se? And, you know, people are talking about Bosa like Nick is better than Joey uh, even. And if that is the case, um, then, you know, he's a generational player. How do you see the second pick uh, playing out here? Well, I, I think Bosa's the pick. I think he's the the best player on the board. And if you can get him at two, and it happens to be at a position of need, who doesn't need pass rushers, by the way, I think it makes the most sense. Um, and I think that's what they'll do. It's what I would do. Uh, and it would be a mistake to move out of that and pass on a player like that. You don't move out of your pick unless your board tells you there's nobody there that separates itself from anybody else. And if we move down X spots, let's say we move down six spots, we got six players on the board that we could all be comfortable taking. We're guaranteed to get one of them. Then, then that's where you try to move down. But if you're in a position to get what I think is the best player in the draft, uh, you take them there. And it's also a need spot. Uh, to me, that's maybe the most hand-in-glove fit of any pick in the draft. Now, whether they have Bosa graded that way, I, you know, that's, that's up to them. Uh, the evaluation is, is what drives all of this, and I think it'll drive them to Bosa that too. I think the uh, intrigue, Chris, it begins with the Jets at number three because we've heard over the last couple of months it's Quinn and Williams, it's Josh Allen. Now they've come out and said, you know what, we're for sale, we'll move down. Now we hear Ed Oliver. I mean, the Jets are all over the map here. Uh, if there is a trade to be made, I guess maybe this is the spot it's going to happen. What do you see happening at number three with the Jets? Well, again, um, in this modern-day world of information age, they're not all over the lot. They know exactly what they're doing in the room, but they're they're throwing different things out because they want to create some subterfuge where people are not quite sure what they're going to do, and maybe we can move up ahead of them. Do you know? It, maybe we can move up with them. They would like to move down, move out of the pick. I don't see that as um, realistic. I don't. I don't see people uh, moving up for it. I think they'll stay at three, and I think they'll get an elite player. Um, I, it, they're a little bit split on Josh Allen in that room. Uh, he would be the best edge rush available, uh, uh, assuming that Bosa goes two. Um, McCornin Williams is a really good player and maybe a, just a tad safer. And pinning him with uh, Leonard Williams, or if they like, I, I think that the Ed Oliver talk is more what the coaches like in the room, but he's a little bit more, you know, better upside, not as safe. So I think it'll come down to one of those three guys if they take the, you know, use the pick. So maybe it's Wyndham Williams is more of a consensus, but uh, I think that, um, you know, the edge rushers usually wins out. And I think it's going to come down to probably Quentin Williams or Josh Allen. That to me, would represent the second and third best players on the board, in my view. So the Jets would be in great shape to get, you know, that player at three, in my view. Uh, Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. All right, uh, I'll go rapid fire here. So uh, I've been going to the FanDuel Sportsbook a lot, uh, Chris, in New Jersey. And 
They've done a great job. It gives an opportunity for wannabe draft experts such as myself to put my money where my mouth is. And for each position, they have first player taken. Am I crazy for saying that Jawan Taylor, for betting on this, that he'll be the first offensive lineman taken? I'm looking, uh, there's another prop here. Jonathan Abram, plus 180 to be the first uh, safety taken. And is Greedy Williams the first DB taken? But is it a slam dunk that Jawan Taylor's the first uh, the first tackler or the first offensive lineman taken? Or is it a potential no, that Dillard comes in or Williams? Or who do you like? I think Williams and Dillard will be the first two. I think Taylor's likely the third guy. Interesting. Um, but I think I think Williams is the safer guy. Now, here's the thing. Um, not everybody looks at Williams as a tackle. Some see him as a guard that could affect him. I think Jawan is a really good right tackle. Um, so, listen, I think I think you got a shot there. But I think Williams, for somebody that sees him as a tackle, is going to go maybe a tad higher as Dillard. But I think all three will be first-round picks. I think Abrams will has a good chance to be Abram has a good chance to be the first safety. And Greedy, Greedy Williams will Greedy will not be the first corner taken. Uh, really? So uh, what? Byron Murphy? Yeah, no, no, Murphy and and uh, I think DeAndre Baker, Rocky Sin. I think I think that uh, I think you'll probably see Murphy off the board. Williams will probably be a late first round pick. Wow, this is why I love having him on, uh, Joe, because uh, everyone that he says are not the favorite. It's uh, the second and third guys here, Joe. I like what I'm hearing here from uh, from Chris. Um, uh, man, an, an exciting an exciting draft that, that's coming up uh, here right now. Uh, the other one, so uh, quarterbacks. Let me ask you then: second quarterback uh, taken, Chris. If if it's going to be Kyler Murray, you know, will it be Locke? Will it be Haskins? You know. Where, what do you think happens with the quarterback? Second quarterback taken. Well, I think it's Haskins. And again, I, I think that Murray would have to go one. If, if, if the Cardinals don't take him, then, then you could see Murray, you know, slip quite a bit. I don't know how many people, uh, not many people have him high as high on their board, obviously, as the Cardinals would. I think Haskins is the, the, the better. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I think he's number two. I think that people are split on Locke and Jones. I think both Locke and Jones are high second-round value. They both will go in the first round Be for a couple of reasons. You have to kind of, you know, you, people reach a little bit to get a quarterback. And if you're going to consider them late first round or mid to late first round, um, excuse me, uh, high second round, you, you got to go mid, mid to late first round to get them. And you get that fifth-year option on the rookie contract with the first-round first guy. So I would expect Locke and Jones to go. Uh, mid to late first round, um, and I would expect Haskins to go before them, and then obviously would be behind Murray if Murray goes to the Cardinals. Murray doesn't go, then all bets are off, and Haskins would be the first guy, and then uh, don't know where Murray would fit in there. It's going to have to be a situational fit to be two, three, or even four. That's what Joe's been saying. Off the board. That's mm-hmm. it. You've been saying that a lot. All right, we've only got uh, we've got about about a minute here, so I'll ask you last position here, wide receiver. Uh, is DK Metcalf the first guy to go, or is it Marquise Brown? And it's amazing. They really couldn't be any two different type of wide receivers. Yeah. So I guess it's really just what what style of receiver do you like? What kind of playmaker do you want, Chris, in your offense? Yeah, yeah there's no question. The receivers are different. You know, outside guys, inside guys, X receivers, Z receivers, slot guys, you know, Y flex guys. Uh, I think Marquise Brown, with his medical clearance, 
to me, I think he's the better of the two. I think he's the, to me, he's got, he's related to Antonio Brown and he's got a game that's similar to Deshaun Jackson. That would be the direction I would go. Metcalf is more of a big guy. That's not a great change of direction guy. Somebody will take him probably late first, but I think Brown's the better player of the two. I think that's the only two that should go in the first round. Uh, check out uh, LandryFootball.com, uh, uh, Chris's website. It's, it's awesome. LandryFootball.com. Thanks for the excellent insight there, Chris. Hey, have enjoy the draft. Take care, guys. Morning After continues. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. (laughs) Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Morning After continues. Thanks to uh, Chris Landry uh, for joining us on the program. Really gave me uh, something to think about. And, uh, you know, why not? Why not? uh, If we're going to bet, Joe, why not go with the value? 
Amen. Um, so, you know, first wide receiver drafted. I've been intrigued by this one. And the number keeps on coming down and coming down and coming down. DK Metcalf. So DK Metcalf is the super freak looking dude with 0% body fat, literally. Uh, what's his percent body fat, if anyone knows? Is it zero? Like he set a record of least body fat ever at the combine. Yeah, it's under 5%, which is yeah. ridiculous. But it's not like almost like deemed unhealthy. Almost. Yes, it is. Under 5% is deemed unhealthy. Yeah. And then when you throw in, it's a contact sport. Like I said, I mean, as you can tell, uh, I'm into muscle and fitness stuff. <laughs> mm. Um <laughs> So, but no, I, I without, I was going to say, without ever buying a muscle and fitness magazine, even I know guys like this get hurt all the time. You know what I'm saying? Guys like this get hurt all the time. And he got hurt at uh, Mississippi. Marquise Brown was just, you know, whatever. So what, the guy had a foot issue or whatever, but he's fine now, medical clearance. And this guy's fast, fast. Mm. Like they say, Kyler Murray's like going to be the fastest guy in the NFL. He's supposedly faster than Kyler Murray. Like he beat Kyler Murray. They went head to head actually, Joe, last year before the year started. And supposedly this kid beat him. Brown beat Murray. Mm. Um, we heard Chris say he's even related to Antonio, which I don't know if that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which no, part, like, are him. you related to? The physical part or the mental part, bro? <laughs> 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 so true. <laughs> but. Yeah. Who are you going with, Joe? If you're, like I said, it's tough when you do these because, like, well, what team am I representing? What quarterback do I have, right? But do you want the I'm big, intrigued. physical, hey, look at this guy, and, you know, look at, look at, he's an athletic freak, or do you want the 166-pound guy that's like a speed burner that people compare to Tyree Kill to Sean Jackson? Right, uh, like uh, prior to last year, I'd have probably said, "Give me the, uh, give me the six-one guy, the six-two, the guy that's a target in the red zone that uh, that can go up and get it." I still think there's more of a need for those kinds of guys in the NFL than there are the Tyreek Hills. Because if you don't have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes and that kind of arm, what the hell good does that guy do you? I uh, see. I'm gonna go the other way. I think we're in a new era right now. Small, fast, 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 speed, speed, speed. Mm. Right, the morning after continues. Level two. Let's roll. I am Gabriel Morenzi in Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. Uh, you might have heard my phone uh, go off. It was actually, uh, it's always, always professional, people. Always professional, but um, you might have heard my, uh, my phone. I had a text. It's from the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, who unfortunately will not uh, be joining us uh, this morning. Mm. You know, he'll step up and in tomorrow. He'll step up and in uh, tomorrow, but uh, Cam will be with us on uh, Game Time Decisions at uh, 4 o'clock. Was, was, was he on the Leafs or the Bruins? Is, does that have anything to do with it? Well, you know, Cam, yeah, Cam's a diehard Leaf fan. Okay, that, never mind that. There you go. Yeah, Cam's a diehard him. Leaf fan. But, uh, no, he's got to take him. his father to the uh, the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, his mother his mother doesn't drive and, you know. Um, and they're and they're all Lee fans. Real life, yeah. It's like he's got real life stuff to do. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know that's the that's the downfall of having a family. <laughs> How many Toronto Lee fans called in today to to work and be like, yeah, I can't make it? Uh, probably quite a few actually. Yeah. I'll tell you, Toronto's actually a pretty angry. You know, New Jersey's pretty. Jersey's a pretty angry place, but I'd say Ontario's pretty close. <laughs> it's like right there, <laughs> and yeah, like. Uh, 
I'm sure like uh, the the morning commute today, I'm sure that was a lot of fun for people. Any solace that the Raptors won, you think? Is it, did they, uh, is it? Not, yes, yes, and not really. No, no. No. I was just saying, no. You know what it is? There's really sort of, um, there there are spillover fans. You know, hardcore sports, you know, there's going to be spillover fans and like, you know, the city's teams type of thing. Mm-hmm. But Toronto is very, it's very unique. It's a lot like New York. There's like different areas of Toronto and different. Transplants or people from there? No, there's a lot of transplants. Plants. Yeah, from all over the world. So, yeah, so basically, you know, there's there's people that are like Raptor fans that aren't, that don't really care about the Leafs. But the Leafs. Gotcha. And there's Leaf and fans that don't really care about the Raptors. Yep. And then you've got, you know, your hardcore that love the Blue Jays, Raptors, Leafs. It's a little bit of everything. But, no, for the hardcore Leaf fan, there's zero consolation the Raptors won. They don't care. <laughs> zero. <laughs> they don't care. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O Rewards points during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I 
couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Morning after. This music said dedicated to all the people that had the over in the Boston Bruin Toronto Maple Leaf game. That's how you're feeling this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, for every bad beat, um, for every bad beat, um, there is um, there is somebody who uh, won because of your misery, right? I mean, uh, there's there's two sides. There's two sides, if not more than two sides to every story. All right, so the morning after continues. I'm Gabriel Redsey at Midtown Manhattan. Cam Stewart was going to join us today. He'll join us tomorrow, whatever. We'll be on. I mean, Cam will be on at 4 o'clock. We're still pretty jam-packed. we got Liam McHugh from um, NBC Sports uh, will join us. Uh, Willie Colon from uh, Barstool uh, will join us. Uh, Willie, of course, is a Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I uh, played for a couple of teams, actually. Uh, Jets, a uh, Hofstra guy, New York mm-hmm. guy, uh, Joe. Absolutely, yep. Know him well, man. One of the uh, great anchors of that uh, that early Sanchez uh, years there. Good stuff. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and he, tell, he sort of has a reputation for talent like it is. Why he's, he's one of the, uh, you know, Barstool mm-hmm. NFL analysts. So, you know, he sort of shoots shoots from the hip. So, I uh, look forward to talking to him. We got Liam McHugh, too. We'll talk uh, some crazy, crazy stuff. Funny, I was just poking around the draft stuff here, so... And already, FanDuel just popped it up. And I'm like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. I got enough problems worrying about the NFL draft. They have NBA draft props up. <laughs> oh, damn it. Already? Like, can't come even. on, guys. Like, can we at least wait till after the draft's over, the NFL? So, um, yeah, 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 they got they got NBA draft props. But Oh, this just, Adam Schefter just posted that Zion Williamson going first uh, in the draft. Wow. Yeah, but you got to tell us that he, what, he's, <laughs> if it was him, he said, what it said. Zion Williamson, who coached Mike, Sh- Hall of Fame coach Mike Shashevsky, recruited to play at Duke University, that is in North Carolina. Like, you know, like you know, I, it's a skill. You got to just sort of like, you got to maximize it. I swear, yeah. I swear to God, like watch Schefter guys at home. Like right now, I'm telling you, make a note of this. All right. So the next time Schefter comes on TV, and they'll say, "What about Kyler Murray?" They'll ask him whatever question. He won't just say, well, Murray, he's going to say, well, Kyler Murray, who played for the Oklahoma Sooners, coached by Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it, guys. He can't help himself. It's like his shtick. His it's his thing to buy time. I guarantee it. But, um, <laughs> all right, we've got, we'll get back to the NFL stuff. But uh, we do have some NBA lines here. So uh, we got, we're talking about Kawhi Leonard being 13 and 0. The uh, series price, Joe, the Toronto Raptors, minus 210. Minus 210, the Philadelphia 76ers, plus 175. And listen, I love the Raptors. I'm a diehard Raptor fan, but I think the number's a little high. I think there's a little bit of a lack of respect for the Philadelphia 76ers um, talent here, but it pisses me off. 
the Toronto Raptors, dude, they get graded like an elite team. And I used to like it better when we were disrespected. But now, right. I'm telling you, like next to the Golden State Warriors, our numbers are the most out of whack in the NBA. Like last night, 11 and a half. Like, look, like Philly was laying eight and a half. You know what I mean? We lay 11 and mm. a half. Like, we're into the, we're like a double digit team now all the time. Minus 210. I'm not in love with the price here, but I do believe the Toronto Raptors are going to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't think it's going to be close. I, I, I think that it's four, it's got 4 2 written all over it to me. It uh, does, huh? It, it really does. Uh, I think that maybe they'll, they'll bounce back. Uh, you know, they'll split. And then I just think uh, Toronto is going to be. Too much ultimately for the 76ers. I think they'll uh, they'll eventually end up exploding. Uh, this is not going to be the Brooklyn Nets here, Philadelphia Sixers. So this is a much different matchup nightmare. There's a reason why Kawhi has owned you, uh, and you're going to spend an awful lot of time focused on that stat, which is going to give other guys an opportunity to step up. I think. Yeah, you know what? I like where you're going with this because I was thinking about the same thing in that. I don't want to, you know, I don't. It's not that bad either. Minus two ten. No, yeah, and listen, not. it was minus, it was minus 190 uh, two days ago or last night. There was a, a, a bet online, or one of one of the offshore books put it up before it was even official, so it's gone up now already. But I I agree in that I was thinking, you know how I'm gonna make money on this? I'm gonna lay a game and a half. Mm. I'm gonna lay a there game and a half, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, because like you said, I don't think it goes seven. No. It could, but I don't think it will. I think it's a bad matchup for Philadelphia in the sense that what well, we talk about it, Kawhi Leonard's 13-0 against them. But Philadelphia are an emotional, very raw team. And I don't think they have the best team chemistry. They're very streaky. And I think they're very individualistic in a sense that the Raptors can crack them mentally. I think they will. Like, Joel Embiid's a clown that runs around doing stupid stuff. Listen, he got away with it. Brooklyn, I think you should be embarrassed. And I like the Brooklyn Nets, but it's embarrassing to what you let Embiid do to you. I mean, he bloodied you guys up, man. He elbowed you. He did stuff. He laughed after about it, and you did nothing. Embiid is in a different neighborhood now, bro. Like, Marcus Gasol, Sergi Baca, and Kawhi Leonard aren't Jared Allen. Like, if he Hmm. elbows someone, he's going to lose his elbow. Yeah. Yeah, and Marcus Alls the the one guy that uh, you know over the last couple of years has done an amazing job of defending him, and he knows that. You know, this is a different challenge. He knows Gasol's owned his lunch. So let's see how you react on a seven-game series. Raptor fans, including myself, are a little up and down on the Gasol deal. Jonas Valanciunas is a very popular player, and and then you saw Jonas in Memphis putting up 24 points, Joe, and you know what I mean, 24 and 14. So it's like what the hell, but. Yeah. I told people, listen, it's easier to put up 24 and 14 when under Memphis Grizzlies, and you're allowed to shoot 30 times. Yeah. You're on the Raptors, there's one ball, and you ain't getting it, bro. We got Siakam, we got Kawhi Leonard, we got Kyle Lowry, like you got Ibaka, you got Gasol, like you're not, you're not that high on on the depth chart here. So, but so the thing is though, Gasol really didn't fit in. Like the offense was clunky. They took Ibaka out of the starting lineup because Gasol, you know, didn't really want to, you know, they didn't want to bring him off the bench. It was a, it was a problem for Coach Eddie Nurse uh, here, Nick Nurse, Eddie Nurse, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Nurse, and um, for Coach Nick Nurse. But you see now, like the Raptors' three-point shooting is up, the offensive efficiency is up, all because of his great passing. 
And, yeah. dude, you know, being in Florida, Vucevic's a good player. He, Vucevic only had 11 points per game in this series. He totally nullified him. Took him right out. And if you want to know why you make that trade, uh, you know, during the season, guys, this is why. There is, you know, you're talking about, uh, you're talking somebody with a lot of experience who just is a matchup nightmare uh, for the guys that you were going to have to face in the playoffs. And everybody knew that two months ago. We knew who you were going to have to deal with. Raptors to win four games to two is plus 450. I love it. Raptors to win. So this is series exact price. Mm-hmm. Toronto Raptors to win. Um, Toronto Raptors to uh, to win. Four games to one plus three three three. Raptors to win in seven three three three. Raptors to win four two plus four fifty. Uh, I was looking for the sweep here. Raptors to win in a sweep plus nine hundred. Not that I'm saying they're going to sweep. If you think Philadelphia is going to win. Which is a possibility. We're not writing them off. Philly to win in five is twelve to one. Philly to win in six is five to one. Uh, Philly to win in seven is seven to one, and uh, Philly to sweep the Toronto Raptors is twenty-five to one. Hmm. You know, I was thinking, all right, if I lay one and a half, it'll probably be like sort of, you know, even money, right? Mm-hmm. Plus one hundred, whatever. It'll be in that range. But even right. Yeah, minus 110 or something like that, minus a game yeah. and a half for the Raptors. I, I'd rather just get more ballsier here and just say, no, no, I'll go exact series. Raptors win 4-2 plus 450. It's pretty nice 450. Go. Damn right it is. And because uh, that's where it's going to land. It's going to be in that pocket somewhere along those lines. I, it would yeah. shock me if the Raptors did win in five. I don't know. Like, I'm a Raptor fan, so I don't want to. And I'm not biased when it comes to this stuff. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not looking forward to playing Boston or Milwaukee after, but I've seen the Raptors own the Philadelphia 76ers. They've beaten them eight out of the last ten times they played in with this addition, basically, too. Jimmy Butler and Harris, kind of an X factor here now. Yeah. I think it's going to be that easy, but I think the Raptors win. Six meetings they would win in Philly, though. Yeah. Well, they'll be demoralized by that time. Get ballsy. Uh, no, six would be Toronto, actually. What am I saying? Five would be in no, Philly. No, one, yeah. one, one, right? Isn't it one, one, one? I think they do that in the finals only. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government. 
and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. All right, coming up here on the morning after, we'll get to uh, tonight's Game 7, NHL playoffs, couple of NBA games, Major League Baseball, NFL draft, all that good stuff. But first, let's check in with Gabe and see who he's yelling at today. Get off my lawn, damn it. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you kids that I cannot get rid of. We're going to do this old school style uh, this morning as uh, we're going to have to... um, Talk about who ruined our Tuesday. And I'm looking at you, Lord Gambler. As it's a cold-ass world, and we're just living uh, in it. But it was a little colder last night, man. The weather might be getting warmer, but not if you're a uh, degenerate gambler when it comes to playoff time. So let's start off with the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, the Boston Bruins. They go down into a game a seven situation. And, you know, we've seen this script before, man. Toronto Maple Leafs have already lost the last two times. They've gone into Game 7 situations against the Boston Bruins. And I think we can all agree, man. You know, you can unite. You don't have to be a Toronto Maple Leaf fan to uh, to dislike uh, what uh, the Boston Bruins did last night. I was getting tweets from people that are just like New England Patriot haters, and they were sickened by it. Now, the fact of the matter is, I'm not a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. All right? We bet on the Leafs on every game in this series. I thought they were going to win. I thought there was value with them. Whatever, we went three and four. We lost, uh, you know, we lost one more time uh, than we won in the seven games. But where my beef was last night, and I wasn't happy seeing Boston celebrate again, but whatever, man, eventually their teams will start to lose. Go Jackets! Um, Where I want to go here is the freaking total! Man, the total was five and a half, guys. The total is five and a half. All right? It's 3-1. You're down two goals. I knew Babcock was going to pull the goalie a little bit earlier than I would have liked him to because he's down two goals. It's the playoffs. I get it. It's game seven. You're desperate. 
There's no choice. I totally understand. They pull the goalie. Boom. Boston scores. They make it 4-1. All right. It's 4-1 right now. Now, they had a hard time getting Anderson out of the net and into the net. And so Anderson's back in the net right now. And there's literally like 45 seconds left in the game. And Anderson leaves the net again. Now, I get it that Las Vegas last night gave up four goals in about a four-minute span. You're not giving up four goals in a 38-second span. And it's almost like you're just encouraging them to score again and make it worse than allow them to celebrate. Yet, you know what? We look like we dodged a bullet, man. The puck is bouncing around everywhere, and the clock is ticking, and these yahoos in Boston are cheering and going crazy. And, um, you know, the puck is bouncing around, and then I can just see disaster written all over this. There's Patrice Bergeron, who for one reason or another decides to bury the puck basically at the sound of the horn. And you saw after a fight started because the Leafs were like, that's some real classless stuff you just did. But really, should any of us be surprised that an athlete or a team from Boston did something classless? And it's funny because they're going to roll out the crap about you just hate us because you ain't us. Trust me, I don't want to be you. Um, I've never really desired to grow up to be a racist Red Sox fan. But hey, hey, if, if, hey if, if that's what you think. Uh, but... Um, you know, no, I don't hate you because I ain't you. I hate you because you are you, all right? I hate you because Julian Edelman takes steroids and wins the MVP. I hate you because your football team constantly cheats, yet some constantly gets rewarded for it. The Boston Red Sox, you guys cried about not winning for 87 years. You win once and you become the biggest jazz boasters on the face of the planet. Now, I like Bobby Orr. I like Phil Esposito. Jojo Bear is one of my favorite players growing up as a kid. I don't like Bruin fan. And it was just annoying to hear the Bruin fans cheer. And then for Patrice Bergeron, somebody who's from Quebec to actually bury that. You know what? I get it. It's all fair in love and war. And somebody won. You know, a lot of you won because of the over uh, because of this. But I got to tell the Boston Bruins to get the hell off my lawn. And Lord Gambler, well, Lord Gambler had uh, better um, stuff in store for me later in the night as yesterday afternoon. And you know what? It's one of these weeks today. It's all relative. I'm not betting these big units because I need to win this week. And so it's one of these, wow, I really got to win this ticket. I want to win this. I want to win that. I could have taken Oklahoma City plus four. I don't. Damian Lillard hits a freaking 37-point shot at the damn buzzer. I lost the over-under. I've never lost a hockey, like, I've never seen an empty net goal. Like, it was so late, I don't even know if they counted it. Like, it actually took minutes to figure it out if they counted it. And then you got Damian Lillard, dear God, hits a 37-foot jump shot. Now, for the record, I did have the San Jose Sharks last night. And full disclosure, I was totally expecting not to win uh, in overtime at this point in time. And I was actually wondering uh, what I was going to do after... I suffered my third bad beat in a row last night. I was actually contemplating. Do I smash the computer? Do I put my fist through the window? Or do I smash the TV? Um, I decided to walk out of the room when it was all said and done. And fortunately, S.J. Sharkey survived. But 
Lord Gambler and Boston, I got to tell you, Bergeron, get the hell off my lawn. I hope you get hit in the face with a puck against the Jackets. And go Jackets. Lord Gambler, how about a little mercy, you merciless son of a bitch. Get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids. Yeah, Lord Gambler sucks. Don't even know how else to uh, to put it there. Just a, uh, it's been like that over the last week or so. What's up is really down. What's left is really right. Just when you think you got a grip on something, everything goes uh, goes hard left. And Gabe, I don't even have the heart to tell you this here today, but last night in that uh, San Jose game, I had uh, I had talked to one of our friends from Wager Talk, and they had made the suggestion that Jones uh, at San Jose, probably not somebody to be uh, trusted in goal, that the over would probably be the uh, the right play there. So yeah, they of fell course, backwards into that. Right. Well, you know what it is, is actually being sleep deprived. Um, I didn't I played it wrong. I played the over in the Toronto game because I completely missed it. Um, so when <laughs> and you I won because it, of the <laughs> goal, was... <laughs> it was the only thing I won all friggin night. So it's it just goes to figure Lord. Yeah, you won. You won. You won by like by default, Joe. <laughs> by default. Exactly. And I played the wrong damn game because uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a leap. It was actually the Sharks. So. Uh, thanks, Lord Gambler, but you can you can take that one back. Yeah, Give me no, the no, other no, 15. You know, we had the Prez on yesterday. Good for him. He's already rich, too. Yeah, yeah. Good for the Prez. He's like, oh, no, I like the over in the Leafs game. Yeah, yeah, great call, Prez. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The score was 0.01 left on the clock in a, you know what I mean? It's one of those, like, running it into the end zone at the end type things. It's like you could have just ended the game, but you really wanted to do that. I don't, they don't like the Leafs. They don't like the Leafs. I get it. It is what it is. It sucked. And then that, hey, the under, what do you People were right in a sense. I mean, you know, they it got there. It shouldn't have got there. Like last night, just one of those weird nights. Oklahoma City blows a 15-point uh, lead. What you, know, you can't make this stuff up. Nope. Nope, you can't. Buzzer beaters, you know, bank shots at half. Like, come on, people. Seriously? No. I was actually... I actually was pretty sickened by it. Like, you know, and I, I take this all in stride. It's all a game, and I'm not betting. I used to bet, like, you know, I used to have $5,000 on games. I'm not betting five dives on these games. So it's not the end of the world, but we get caught up in the heat of the moment. But the Leaf loss was just sickening. Like, the total was just – I was mm. pissed off. And I'm not a Leaf fan, but I, I had them. I am sick of the Bruins. I was just like, man, you guys suck. So the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, you know, we get into the to the Leafs in which, you know, you have the highest paid coach in the league. How about, like, New York Islanders? Our boy Alex uh, here has got to be uh, feeling this. The, um, we don't need you. They should chant that um, during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That should be, like, the new pop fan sucks type chant, um, you know, back, um, to, you know, to, to the Leafs here in which, and Tavares forever. I mean, how about the irony? Tavares leaves. The Islanders are the ones that advance. Tavares did score a goal last night, but for the most part, he kind of sucked. Um, yeah, you know, the, the Leafs the Leafs rolled over. Uh, it was frustrating, but as I stated, I thought of that too, Joe. I didn't know you had it, but I'm like, well, that really, really sucked. But to be honest, there's a lot of people that just won because of this right now, and I mm. guess they're just luckier than I am. 
Yeah, well, that's, you know, like I said, I, I trade in that bit of luck for the, the other 14 that I didn't win yesterday because the Brooklyn Nets rolled over and wouldn't play, uh, wouldn't play any defense or how Orlando just decided to go down, you know, 30 to 15 and just everyone score now. Nobody play defense and hit the over there. Appreciate that, guys. Really do. As a, like you said, there was weird. It was a weird night last night of flows of the game in which, yes. like you said, like Orlando, where, where it was like they were losing like 18-2 or something with three minutes left. And somehow I had the team total under 97 and a half, and it turned out to be a sweat job when, yeah. it, when it was all said and done. Listen, it's one of those nights. It's fun if you're a sport fan and you live with it. It all evens out in the end. You're going to win. You're going to lose. And But I'm not going to lie. Like the last... We're into Wednesday now. It's been four days for me of, like, screw jobs. Yeah. It has. I won five days in a row. I am a pretty streaky gambler, but it's kind of – it gets old, like, after a while. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you missed the free throw. Oh, you lost. Like, mm. or I had the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, last two nights ago. Up yeah. 4-1 in the seventh. They gave up seven runs in the seventh. Like, yep. you know, yeah. it just – it gets old, man. It's, it's yeah. frustrating. And then it stops you from making plays like Oklahoma City plus four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm all like, wow, well, exactly. Oh, I want that parlay yeah. now, plus 175. Yep. It's getting hotter in here. <laughs> If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. 
Visit today. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight. Go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Uh, guys, it is here, and you know, for fantasy football players and NFL investors, the season, it starts now. The first round of the 2019 NFL Draft is tomorrow night, and for serious fantasy football players, it is never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Good news, Roto Experts, they got you covered. Their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts, they're providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and, of course, NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. You can save 10% right now, rotoexperts.com, promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off, promo code FNTSY. It is the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. And we were talking about the Toronto Raptors and the uh, Philadelphia 76ers odds and uh, number series price. Raptors minus 210. Took a look at some of the uh, the props and uh, and series scores. Uh, We've got uh, Boston and Milwaukee. This is mind-blowing. Boston and Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee minus 290. Milwaukee are minus 290. Boston plus 235. That's crazy to me. I think it's a lot closer to a uh, to a pick'em than it is that far apart. Uh, you're talking nearly three to one. Uh, I don't know. Is Milwaukee uh, that much better, especially since they got zero experience at this point? I think the fact that Milwaukee, uh, the fact that Milwaukee have, uh, I just turned the, uh, I turned like an air conditioner or something on in here. It sounds like there's a jet about to take it off. <laughs> That's all right. Like it's, I don't know, like, um, it's like uh, the sounds, the sounds um, earlier, like we had some weird like clicking thing going on in here. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I can't win because either. Either I start sweating and it's too hot, but it's too loud, this thing. It's like <laughs> it's like from 1974. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of these old-fashioned, like, blowers. <laughs> it's like, I got to tell you, for, like, a sophisticated hotel and uh, and building here, we don't really have a very sophisticated uh, cooling system. Uh, but that's beside the point. So, so listen, well, look at Milwaukee, dude. They, they won... I talked about it yesterday. The Milwaukee Bucks, they're the seventh team in NBA history to win 45 or more games by uh, double digits or more, and the other mm-hmm. six teams all won the title. 
They're smashing people. They just smashed the Pistons. They won all those games by double digits. People are starting to buy into the Bucs. I'm of the belief as well coming into this sort of that eventually their postseason lack of experience will catch up to them. This is the first playoff series Giannis has actually won. And let's be real, the Detroit Pistons were the weakest of any of the playoff teams uh, in the playoffs in either conference here. And Boston have started to click right now, Joe. Boston are a dangerous team. They have a ton of talent. Tatum's a stud. Kyrie Irving is is a – he was very good in this series for them. He was clutch. He took games over late. You know, Boston – I always say this about chemistry. Chemistry is going to be a lot better, and uh, everyone likes a lot, each other a lot more when you're winning, Joe. And they're winning right now, Boston. It's not just this series either. Boston have been on a roll for the last, like, four weeks or so. Absolutely. And it's uh, experience matters. Uh, I mean, just look at Portland. You know, the the way they've handled themselves and the way they have carried themselves, their demeanor and uh, everything they've said and played that uh, they know, you know, get, losing the last two years, getting bounced out as a high seed, it changed them. And, you know, and you need that. Uh, you absolutely need that. Lillard talked about it last night saying, yep. listen, if we if we didn't lose, they had lost 10 straight years, playoff games, those guys. Yeah, so two years would, of losing two we, and a half. Well, three, but 10 straight games. Seed. Yeah, as the higher seed. And if they didn't do that, there's no way they would have been able to get over this hump like they did uh, here against OKC. Yeah, you know. There's something to be said. You know, don't forget, they lost all four times to Oklahoma City during the regular season. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, not much, evidently, once it gets to the playoffs, right? (laughs) Damian Lillard deserved it. You know, and I was sort of talking about the hockey gods earlier in which... You know, he threw San Jose a bone for their grittiness. Toronto wasn't gritty enough. Like, Toronto almost wanted it, handed it uh, to them. Portland, look, Damian Lillard, now everybody is seeing and talking about how great Lillard is, but Lillard's been the same player basically for the last four or five years. No one's ever really paid attention. Now, if you remember, I think it might have been four years ago or whatever, he was really pissed he wasn't named an all-star. And he did a rap song. And it actually doesn't suck rapping um, compared to, like, pro athletes. Like, people saying Lillard's actually pretty good. He did a song about him getting, like, disrespected by everyone in the NBA all the time and not not getting his due. They wrote um, in Derrick Rose, didn't they? Like, the, like, players actually wrote Derrick Rose in instead of him. And he was like, what, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> So you look like so Lillard Lillard's had a chip on his shoulder for for a couple of years now and he he needed to go to a big time school you know what mm-hmm. I mean he wasn't heavily recruited so he's always had a chip on his shoulder Lillard and he's been great but he plays in Portland the games are on late it's Portland they're buried like you know unless you're a degenerate gambler you're really not seeing that many Portland Trailblazer uh, games. So, and then they lost, you know, they would always lose in the playoffs. And now, you know, it used to be, well, you can't win with just him and McCollum. And Lillard's not a winner. He's just a scorer. Now suddenly, ooh, Lillard's the next Michael Jordan because of the way that he played. But what you got to respect about Lillard, too, is he stated, I don't chase championships. I'm happy in Portland, and I'm trying to win a championship here. Mm, Exactly. So that's, you know, another reason to like the guy. Stone Cold Assassin, too. You see last night. He hit the shot. He turned around and he waved at them. Awesome. He just yep. said, and awesome. he didn't even like taunt. It wasn't too much. Like he just yep. turned bye. around. He said bye bye. Yep. And then he turned around and he never even broke a smile. 
He was just in that deadly assassin type of mode. He's been like that all series. I mean, this is anybody that has seen these guys over the last couple of years. This is a different. They're carrying themselves differently. They're not smiling at press con. There's no joking. There's no Joel Embiid high five. Like these guys are all business. These guys, they they have a hunger for it. There's just something about them that this is different. I think they're a bigger threat to Golden State than what Houston is. I, I think this is a team Golden State should be more worried about. Interesting. And, you know, I would like to see it only because, if you recall, Kevin Durant uh, and McCollum got into it in the offseason. Yes. Yes. Right? And which yep. um, <laughs> mm. McCollum was saying, you know, uh, oh, I didn't like uh, – you know, he was talking about free agent sign. Might have been two summers ago. He was talking, I think it was last summer, though. Like, uh, yeah. talking about how, like he said, he thinks they're close in Portland. Yes. Kevin Durant was on McCall's podcast. It was in the offseason. And he goes, you know, oh, that was it. He goes, man, he goes, we we were, you know, we're kind of close to you guys. And then you got DeMarcus Cousins. It's like, come on, guys. It's unfair now. Mm. And... Kevin Durant, like, had to become a jerk like KD likes to be. And he said, he said, whoa, whoa, what do you mean we were close? <laughs> and he said, are you kidding me? And he goes, dog. And then he goes, he goes, you know you ain't ever winning in Portland, right? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. I'm not being a jerk. He goes, I'm not trying to diss you, but he goes, you, he goes, you and Dame can't win together. He goes, you two mm-hmm. aren't enough. You'll never win. And, mm-hmm. and McCollum, instead of, like, McCollum got pissed. He's like, no, he goes, man, we nearly beat you. And he goes, man, it was six games. And they started going back and forth. And then after, if you recall, McCollum went on Twitter and said, at least I'm not a championship chasing bitch or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, (laughs) it would actually be fun if they they played each other. It it would be be fun. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, we'll put the, the whole experience theory to test right now because in all likelihood, Denver is going to advance. They figured out San Antonio, but the whole knock on Denver, right? No experience, never been there. Well, yeah. we're going to figure out very talented teams. One's got experience, one doesn't. Let's see who wins out. Yeah, yeah, you know what, though? And it doesn't, you know, I think it almost at this point, it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, who's the better team? And also, if you're playing another team with not a ton of playoff experience, then they're an equal. Now, listen, Damon Lillard was awesome, and Westbrook struggled shooting ball. There's no disputing it. I mean, Shocker. the guy was 5 for 21 or whatever. But at the same point in time, Westbrook put up big numbers in the series, and a lot of people will tell you, and I've seen this with the criticism of Westbrook, is that if he doesn't shoot, they can't win. They're kind of screwed either way, right? Mm. He needs to shoot a lot because they just don't have the firepower. And Westbrook deserves some blame for this. And blame strong word, but Westbrook got outplayed by Lillard. No one's going to dispute that, including Russell Westbrook. But and it, that's almost an easy thing, though, for the media all the time. Oh, Westbrook this, Westbrook that. The fact of the matter is, the other guys on Portland, and you're saying you think Portland can compete with Golden State, well, they're going to need these other guys to just keep on playing the way that they did. Steven yeah. Adams did disappeared in this series. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't trust Steven Adams. I think he's a tough guy. He's a cool guy, but I don't trust him. I don't trust him to come through and stuff like this, so I'm not surprised he was a non-factor. But, you know, Grant hit a three every now and then, but 
Schroeder. Terrence yeah, Ferguson. Schroeder was, man, yeah. took a horrible shot that actually really was the turning point of the game last night, but Paul George passed it to him. Like, they didn't get any production from anybody. They suck. And yeah. you look at Portland, Mo Harkless played well. Like, he had a great series. Yeah, Cantor right. gave them something, bro, a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. He wasn't great yeah. in every game, but he was pretty damn good. He gave them something. So, yes, Damian Lillard was great. But let's not take away from the fact that the other Portland Trailblazer role players outplayed Oklahoma City's bench by a lot, Joe. But isn't that the mark of a of a real champion, right? Isn't that what we've always said about Michael and others, that they elevate the game of the people around them? And that's what they're talking about. Yeah, you but know? dude, they're, like Steve Carr was not a great NBA player. Steve Carr Steve Kerr's better than well, Jeremy Grant. But rose to the occasion, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what great players do. It's not, I don't think it's fair. I don't think that's fair because Michael Jordan didn't even have this. Like, who the hell's on the Oklahoma City Thunder, bro? Like, you no, know what no. I mean? Like, he's got a good other player. And listen, listen I'm not making him out to be a victim. They made it to the, you know, they weren't a bottom-feeding team. They yeah, because of him. Yeah. Because wow. of Westbrook. That's, you know what I mean? Like, you take the good with the bad. <laughs> I've, I've compared yeah. the two of them a lot over the years, and I think it's a fair comparison is Cam Newton and Russell Westbrook. MVP caliber athletes that you can't say that, wow, wow, this guy doesn't get it done, or this guy, you're like, wow, look at the numbers, and look, look at what he did here, look at this. But ultimately, there's going to be that moment where it ends badly. And, you know, that, that's where we were with this. That's where, we're, that's where we were with this. I mean, the per- it's sort of like I talked about talent. earlier, Joe, with when Marshawn Lynch. When I said, I bet you if you ask players, they're like, oh, yeah, Lynch is a Hall of Famer. And you ask people in the media, they're like, no. You ask any player in the NBA about Westbrook, and they're like, the guy's sick, good. They're like, oh, yeah. And I've heard NBA players say this. That they're like, people laugh. I, I, I heard an NBA player say this the other day about him. And it was a former player, like, doesn't even play for Oklahoma City. He said, man, people laugh about, they, go, they call Westbrook out. They're like, if he doesn't shoot, they lose by 40, and then they cry. They're like, people don't realize how good he is. But the media, he's an unlikable guy. And look, we had Barry Tremel on yesterday, and this is part of it. If you're going to be a jerk to people, people are going to enjoy to watch you fail. Yeah, but you, he's, he's not, like, of, free of any blame here. There is some personal responsibility here with Russell Westbrook and the failure of this team well, what and do you want? organization. What? So, you want him to jump off a building because well, they know, lost the a playoff know, series? The Cleveland Cavaliers won a series because LeBron was surrounded by what? All-stars? I mean, that's, at what point LeBron had excuse? better players than Oklahoma City does. Oh, really? Who was his Paul George? I'm sorry. Fantasy. Greg, did you see this stupid article that came out saying Babe Ruth was the leader of the, the Yankees and it wasn't because, you know, he never strained his oblique because, yeah. you know, players are, are, are weightlifting too much? Did you see this stupid article? I did not see the article, but I've heard of that before. Apparently, all the Yankees players are getting hurt because they lift too many weights. Babe Ruth's Yankees are long gone. You know, he didn't miss time because he was just a fat dude was able to just mash. Weekdays, noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491.
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Google a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. (laughs) Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Now, Paul George showed up, had 36 points. Now, you have a problem when Nerlens Noel has two points. Raymond Felton has two points. That's not, like, what do you want Westbrook to do? Hey, Nerlens Noel, you're suddenly good? Um, you know, Terrence Ferguson. This is on the GM. You know, Terrence freaking Ferguson. I mean, how many minutes did he play last night? He had two points. It's just, you know, it's, it's Stephen Adams. It's Stephen Adams last night. Come on, bro. Ten points from Stephen Adams last night? Like, how many minutes? Like, it's just they don't get enough. And I'm not saying Westbrook's the the ideal player. There's obviously something to this. They can't get over the hump. They can't get guys to stay there, go there, George, and this, that, and the other thing, Billy Donovan. But you look at the bench here, and it's not rocket science. It has nothing to do. And Lillard, like, um, Lillard, it's not like Lillard's an assist machine either, Joe. Like, Lillard, you know, he had six assists last night. 
is a little high for him. Like, he doesn't pass the ball. See, it's not like Lillard makes people better around him. Lillard hits threes. Dave, they lost the game because Paul George and Russell Westbrook, three minutes left up by six points, missed seven consecutive shots and turned the ball over twice. Yeah, That's basketball Lillard... players miss shots, Joe. Yeah. That's what happens. Players Great miss shots. Don't. That's and so, so that, Joe, last year, last year, were you, so last year, were you sitting here crying about Damian Lillard losing 10 playoff games in a row? Wasn't good enough. Hey, he was a big choker. Enough. I'm not glowing and saying what a great this guy's great and everyone's hard on him. No, he's hard on himself because he's not a great shooter, never been a great shooter. And at crunch time, as usual, when they needed a basket from him, him and Paul George together were nowhere to be found. That's oh, why they lost dude, last night. You know how many points Russell Westbrook scored in the fourth quarter last night? That what did they do in three minutes when oh, they God. needed it? Where right. was he in the final three? I wonder if you they? watch these games sometimes. Then there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables, and if those clients don't pay on the invoices we take the loss we give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98 percent of all applicants are approved it's that simple with amerifactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call amerifactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. What the f*** happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, level three continues, or has begun, the morning after, the fireworks, as uh, we're talking about Russell Westbrook, and listen, I'm not saying Russell Westbrook is um, is perfect, and he's one of the stars, he's the star of the team, he's going to get credit when they win, he's going to get blame when they lose, but this, well, he hasn't won without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's on the Golden State Warriors, Joe. And I don't know, like, if you've, like, ever, like, paid attention to what Damian Lillard's done before. Like, dude, Damian Lillard has a good series, and you guys are acting like Damian Lillard is Michael Jordan now. I, I, I can't. I think it's hysterical that people just dismiss the fact that Kevin Durant chose to get away from Russell Westbrook because he didn't feel he could win with him. But no, you're right. Because Damian dude, Lillard, he wanted to get away from from Oklahoma City. It's not just no, Westbrook. He wanted to get away from Westbrook. So was it Paul right? George's fault they lost last night? Why didn't Paul George it's do neither, more? Listen to me. It's neither one, neither Paul George. No, 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 no. But listen, let me ask you I something. Why didn't Paul George do more have last night? Supporting cast to compete in the Western Conference that requires you the score. They don't have enough scores. You think, in you're telling NBA. me you think Portland's going to compete with Golden State, dude? They won't win a damn game. They uh, won. They like won said, a game against out, a team right? they're evenly matched against. We're going to find out. The bottom line is one guy is playing, one guy is not again for the third year in a row. And all I'm saying I mean, is. Joe, it's not for the third year. I don't know what part. Uh, you can repeat you and keep talking. I know you like the sound year. of your voice. He but bounced out but, without Kevin Durant third year in a row now in the first round. All right. So That's you just said, fact. again, Damian Lillard. What has Damian Lillard done? Damian Lillard advantage. had a good series. He's advantage. And you He's just advantage. told me. 
Russell Westbrook can never rise to the level that Damian Lillard has in his career. No, I'm not no comparing Lillard man, to like, him. I'm just saying, stop blowing smoke up of Westbrook's ass as if he is this greatest thing that gets no he gets no love from the media. That's why he hasn't, uh, you know, he's got it so rough. No, he doesn't. He creates his own friggin' problems. He's a terrible shooter. He hasn't gotten any better at being shooting, and yet he continued to take shots. He probably shouldn't. He should probably try to help You're bring right. other people into the game. I know. He should have passed it to Terrence Ferguson to take the shot, Joe. No, no, he... You're right. Him and Paul George. He should have passed it. Yeah, he should have passed like it to did. Terrence oh, Ferguson. Yeah, or turn it over twice again and let Lillard win the game. He should have passed it to Nerlens Noel. You're right. It's the media's fault you lost a 14-point lead. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe that every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. 
right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O Rewards points during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. All right, let's roll. Level three continues. And we have some guests coming up to uh, to break up uh, break up the scrum here soon. <laughs> Liam McHugh and uh, we got uh, Willie uh, Willie Cologne's going to step up and uh, and join us uh, as well. Ben Roethlisberger's actually signed a, a contract extension. We're talking about uh, last night's uh, meltdown. Of the, how much uh, was the extension for? How much did they give him now? Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's got to be obnoxious. Um, probably like I don't know how much does he make now. Uh, twenty. It was over. I'm, I'm was assuming. 20, yeah. I would. I don't know. I wouldn't give him thirty-five million to forty million. I'm not giving him thirty-five, forty million like Russell Wilson at this stage of his career. Not me either. I guess I there's a little, and it's sort of symbolic too, always of this that. This is always the beef with other players, and I'm not taking an Antonio Brown side or, or you know, we've seen this with other players as well. Um, even though Tom Brady doesn't talk too much, and Brady actually defers money and stuff, so he can call people out, but we've seen this. I've seen Aaron Rodgers do it before. Oh, we need our wide receiver in camp, right? Mm-hmm. Ben was doing that last year, if you remember. Le'Veon should be here. Antonio Brown should be here. But the quarterback's always getting paid, right? He's already got his money, so it's easy for him to preach and say, oh, you got to be here for the team when you've already gotten paid. And, and being a leader, you want to talk about bad leaders, and I'm not going to dispute. Russell Westbrook, I'm not. No one's going to uh, confuse, confuse him with General Patton here, Joe. <laughs> but look at Ben Roethlisberger. Is Ben Roethlisberger a good leader? He had one year left on a four-year, $87 million deal that he that's, signed in 2015. That's 22 and a half. Yeah, so that's 22 and a half. So they, extend, they, they don't have a number on it yet, but it's got to so be. So I imagine it's like, I'd say 30, 30 right, million. Exactly. Right. But my you want guess. that wide receiver in camp. <laughs> my, my guess, you know. Like I said, ben can, to be. ben can yeah, still play, but he's an injury. To me, he's an injury away. I just wanted to wrap this up and bring something up here, Joe. That, and I'm not disputing it. Westbrook can't shoot. I get it. And he's going to be a target. 
You know what I mean? I, I totally get that. I'm not I'm not making excuses for him. The guy could be a jerk, too. I mean, he brings it upon himself. But I just want to note that Damian Lillard had 34 points in the first half last night, all right? That was more than Westbrook and Paul George combined. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sometimes there's nothing you can do, man. Like, it just is what it is. You know, Lillard was not going to be denied. He had lost 10 straight playoff games. They dug down deeper. I mean, without a doubt, if it's a UFC fight, Lillard beat Westbrook. I'm not disputing it. Lillard was better than Westbrook. In this playoff series, he led his team to victory, put him on his back. He wasn't going to be denied. But Paul George, a pretty good player, too, that got steamrolled here, right? That sometimes, and especially in basketball, Joe, you know this. Like, Mm. if Damian Lillard misses that shot last night and they lose it overtime, right now it's Damian Lillard's an idiot and selfish for taking a 37-foot shot, right? It's just... Everything went in for them, man. Mm. I mean, he's 10 for 18. What the hell can they do? And I get it. I know that uh, that Westbrook was 5 or 21 or whatever. And he did mm-hmm. shoot way too much. I'm not disputing that. But there's no – Portland weren't going to be denied, bro. It was just one of these deals, this freaking team. And, and I, I, I'm with you that they're dangerous. I think they could be Denver. I don't think they could be Golden State. But – McCollum, bro, has been on fire for the last month, too, before he got hurt. McCollum was killing it. Like, these two dudes and this Portland team, they've been on a little bit of a roll, uh, Joe. Like, they're they're mm. dangerous. Like, we got to give them a little credit as opposed to just saying, all right, Westbrook should retire because he's a big choker and he sucks. I'm not saying he sucks, and I'm not even comparing him to Damon, Damian Lillard. All I am saying is, Russell, we see... You know, the definition of insanity, continue to do the same thing and expect a different outcome. It is the same thing year after year with Russell Westbrook. He's not a great shooter. He doesn't improve. We, we've we heard the well, same doesn't improve, from him. Uh, so. he doesn't, yeah, he's not a great shooter, a, but. But yeah, he's not. He has not. He's not got. Paul George not shot 36 percent in this in this uh, series. Yeah, that's my saying. Listen, anyone. That's given not game, Westbrook's fault. That, that Paul George not shot 36 percent, too. They didn't shoot well. No, but there are. But do you think if you put Westbrook, let's say you put Westbrook on another good team, okay, with with good players, do you think he's killing that team and they're going to suddenly suck? Let me ask you this, okay? And and yes, I I don't think they're suddenly suck, but I think they'll be they'll have more liabilities than they did without him. Let, Let me ask you a question: Current NBA players right now, how far down the list? A guy you want taking the last shot in a game to win you a championship? Do you get before you get to Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I, I, he's not. He's not a prolific shooter. I'm not. Uh, I'm so not. He's not a liability dis- at the end of the game, is he not? No, I'm not to say he's a liability at the end of the game, but because he's last not, night he turned the ball over twice in the I mean, final two. I'll minutes. be honest. I said the same thing about LeBron for years. That I didn't want LeBron taking a shot at the end of the game, right? I mean, is, is LeBron high on my list of guys that I want shooting the ball last? He should be. <laughs> he better be. He, he no, better I mean, be. he I hit mean, a shot against the Raptors. It's only been like the last few my, years. LeBron hasn't been like some buzzer player. beater killer, Joe, over the years. My, I'm not saying that he's not a great player. I'm just saying 
he there's a liability associated with Russell Westbrook. All those triple doubles are great in an 82 game season. In the playoffs, it's a different animal. He just hasn't been able to elevate his game yet, is all I'm saying. And we keep yeah. making the same excuses for him. It's everybody else, and it's never his fault. I just want to know when that stops. You know what? And, I, you know, I think you're partially right. The first part of this is right. He's a stat monster. I'm not going to dispute that. Secondly, though, the thing is, it never changes in Oklahoma City. It's the same thing every year in which they don't have anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, they just don't. And when they did, they made it to the finals. Like, they don't have anybody. They're not good enough, Joe. Like, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. And I tell you, somebody's. I said this yesterday before the game, and I said the problem with Oklahoma City is if Westbrook takes a million shots... They're going to lose. If Westbrook doesn't take a million shots, they're going to lose. And I think it was Prez said, then why are you betting on them? Because I'm an idiot, evidently. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm stupid. That's why. I, you know, I was but like, no, no. As bad they, as they, they were, and as good as Damian Lillard was last night, they still had a chance at the end of that game to win it. And and again, when you look for guys to rise up in that moment, which is no, he George, should have Russell made a Westbrook. basket. He missed a couple of layups. I'm telling you, I dude, I had money on that. The exact moment, yeah, the dagger was for some reason. Paul George, they were up by five, I think, and there was like a buck thirteen left, and it was getting dicey now. And yes. Paul George had guys beaten. He went into the paint. And he does what you and I did agree on, actually. Is why do people always kick it out for three when you can take the two, right? Amen. Like, he yep. was going in. He could have laid them. Like, all right, get up seven. No, he kicked it out to Schroeder for, for some reason, took a three. And then, boom, Lillard hit a shot after. It was like a four-point swing. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 I feel like I've just gone for a jog or something. The show's good for, like, it's like a workout show. You get me fired up. It's like uh, New York cardio style. Didn't you have C blasting in there a minute ago? I turned it off. Oh. <laughs> I can't win. Off. I'm like Oklahoma City. I can't win. Like, uh, if I turn it off, I start, you know, it gets too hot. If I turn it on, it's too loud in here. Mm. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it, 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 is, hear. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. So, all right, me and Joe... Uh, getting heated, and uh, I, my apologies if I get too heated during these uh, these arguments, but uh, it's it's passionate. Take that. Um, maybe we'll ask Willie Colon about uh, Russell Westbrook. Just like we're not a football player, just a random outside opinion. We won't ask Liam McHugh, though. We'll talk hockey with Liam. Liam All McHugh, right. NBC Sports, joins us. Liam, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, hey, no problem. I feel like uh, I still have adrenaline pumping at this point from last night. Yeah, uh, yeah I feel <laughs> I almost feel like Liam and Joe. I just should start drinking late at night during the week because I feel hungover anyways <laughs> every day. Like I didn't drink anything, I swear. Like I was drinking water watching these games. But I've been watching hockey a long time. And it's one of these deals, Liam, like just when you think you've seen it all in sports, you've really never really seen it all. And that, that Vegas-San Jose game, one for the ages last night. Yeah, I mean, I'm standing next to Patrick Sharp and Keith Jones, you know, two guys who played in some huge games, guys won, you know, Stanley Cups, and uh, guys have been watching hockey forever, and both of them are telling me they've never seen anything like this, ever. Not even close. Uh, you know, Patrick Sharp called the best game he's ever seen. For me, it's easily the best period of hockey I've ever seen, the craziest one. I mean, that game was over. It was over. Vegas was up three to nothing. Third period, it was done. Series was uh, yep. series was over. Game over. Sharks were done. And then you start talking about things like, is Joe Thornton's career over? Is Joe Pavelski ever playing for the San Jose Sharks again? These are the things that you start thinking about. We may have to talk about in the post game, and then everything flips. Uh, you know, obviously one play, one call. Uh, and then how the Sharks took advantage of it was incredible. The most amazing power play I've ever seen. Probably the most amazing power play in hockey history. I don't know. Like, I'm thinking about it, too, and um, I can't recall. Like, I'm thinking, like, craziest hockey game, and, you know, it never 
never four goals like that. Like, bam, 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 bam. And then for Vegas, for Marsha so to score, I'll be honest, after I saw that, Liam, I thought, and especially because I've been, I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks, history repeats itself in sports all the time, and, oh, there are the Leafs again. And then you see San Jose going down, and you're like, man, these teams are just all the same in the NHL. Like, they just can't. They can't win. And when when Vegas scored late, I got to be honest, Liam, when they were going into to overtime, I thought the Sharks were screwed. I was like, it's unbelievable, these guys. They're not going to win. Vegas is going to win. It just seemed like Vegas were destined to win. It felt that way. It absolutely did. And especially, like, I mean, that was – the four goals, you know – they weren't just incredible, and they weren't just athletic. I mean, it was pure emotion, right? Because after the first one, both Couture skating over the bench. He's like, that's one. We're getting more. And everyone rallies around. They get, they go up in this game. Vegas comes back 47 seconds left in this game. The place is going <laughs> crazy in San Jose. He silences them. Goes to overtime. You should be drained. The Sharks are an older team. They got to think, oh, my God, they just won't go away. It doesn't make a difference what we do. We make hockey history, and they won't go away. And then you get to overtime, and let's face it. I mean, Martin Jones, while he had a you know sensational game six, and he was good in game seven, I, I like Marc-Andre Fleury better in this situation than I like Martin Jones. And what I loved about overtime also is that nobody tightened up. It didn't get conservative at all. There were chances on both ends. Uh, I thought Vegas would take it in overtime, given what I – you know, given the way it ended and the emotional swing. But uh, again, I think that speaks to why hockey's so great, why game seven is so great, because each series it. is unpredictable. Mm. Each period is unpredictable. And then when you think maybe you've got to figure it out, we all get humbled and realize that nobody knows anything. You know, Liam, I got to ask you, too, because the one thing that I hate, I hated it with the uh, with the New Orleans Saints and the Rams. And, and I hate it this morning, too. This narrative is somehow that five minute minor is what cost uh, Vegas the uh, the win there and, and a chance to advance. I mean, as great as it was for San Jose to take advantage, can I argue this is the biggest choke job that we have ever seen, uh, at least that I can remember? Maybe not just hockey, but in all of sports. Uh, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, I think you can make the argument that obviously uh, you could see it and say maybe it didn't deserve the five-minute major, and I agree with you on that. I mean, it, it's possible, but but you're right. I mean, we've seen five-minute majors in hockey before, and we've seen nobody score. We've seen the entire major be killed off, and the game just goes on. Uh, you can't allow that to happen. You just simply can't allow that to happen if you're Vegas. Uh, it was yours for the taking, uh, and – you got to be able to stop that uh, that slide near the end. I agree. I don't know if it's the greatest choke job ever, but it's pretty bad. And it's it's also hard to call it a choke job in some ways because they came back and they tied it. Um, right. You know, so it, it's a strange set of circumstances. But I could say this about it, and it's going to be debated. And obviously, everyone uh, from Vegas was furious with the call. You know, at the same time, saying they hope Joe Pavelski's all right. People love Joe Pavelski. Mm. They want to make sure he's okay. So. You know, it's weird because not everyone wants to get so emotional about the call because they're worried that, you know, worried about Pavelski's health. But it is one of these situations, and we've seen it. And I understand that that replay is kind of a slippery slope. We don't want every single thing to be replayed. But when it's that big of a call and that serious of a call, and the referees have some discretion in the call where it's not just plain and simple written out. The referees do have some discretion. I love the idea of being able to review that. Uh, I think you have to, especially because this is game seven. It's different, but we saw it earlier in the playoffs where uh, 
Michael Furland for Carolina was given a match penalty. He was thrown out of the game, and it was a penalty that definitely shouldn't have been that. Right. Now, they rescind the match penalty, which means he's not the next game. But he missed the last two periods of the game. So <laughs> yeah. what do I care if you rescinded it? Like, you didn't review it. If you had reviewed it, he doesn't miss the last two periods. So I think it's one of these things where you have the technology. I mean, they're standing there with tablets right at, the, right at center ice. They can go and look at it. I would love to see these penalties reviewed because they're too big. They're too significant. Uh, one thing, I think there was a little bit of poetic uh, justice. Uh, maybe the hockey gods, a little wink and a smile after uh, Gerard Gallant uh, called Pete DeBoer a clown. Just kind of, you know, you don't really see. I guess unless you're Patrick Waugh, you don't really see. Coaches going after other coaches. But, um, you know, it's kind of weird as far as hockey etiquette um, is concerned. So, um, I was reading yesterday, uh, Liam, so the, the players were talking about, you know, not liking the playoff format, but only 48% of them. So, it wasn't really overwhelming. There's been complaining. You know, the Leaf fans didn't like oh, they playing the Bruins. They would have played the Capitals if it wasn't the Bruins, and I'm not sure they would have beaten them, but... A lot of really glamorous first-round matchups. Now, from a hockey perspective, got some great teams. And, you know, Columbus-Boston is going to be a fun series. Dallas-St. Louis, a really fun series. Colorado-San uh, Jose as well, but not as big uh, biggest markets. you got the Islanders right now. Does it matter, Liam? Um, I'm not putting you in the hot seat here as far as the numbers no. are concerned, but does it matter – like, if it's great hockey, are people watching? Are the ratings the same? Or are you guys like, ah, it's, you know, you, you would be better with a little couple of bigger markets left? No, I mean, I think, listen, I think both of those things matter in some way. I mean, but, you know, you go into the playoffs and you don't already have some big markets, right? I mean, New York doesn't make it. Philly yeah. doesn't make it. So, I'm I mean, thinking. You're right. market-wise, you're already, you're, right, you're already out with those. That being said, I mean, we are we have grown some markets. I, like you compare Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is almost even market wise in terms of who's watching with St. Louis, which years and ago. I saw been this Liam too. I checked the ratings. You know? Like Las Buffalo, they love it. Their Buffalo's watching all the time, but Pittsburgh's watching all the oh, time. Wait. But Las Vegas, Florida, it's kind of surprising, isn't it? Like I think people Canadians and us on the Northeast, all oh, these people in the nice weather, not they don't even watch hockey, but it's not always the case. No, it's surprising. You're right. I mean, listen, Buffalo is the best. I mean, their team can be, you know, eliminated from the playoffs <laughs> in November, and they're still tuning into every single game. And God love them. It, all, it almost seems like that every single year. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's really grown in Tampa Bay. Uh, and, you know, we're seeing it throughout the country. Vegas is a, is a tremendous market for us. So, I mean, I think it's big. Obviously, it's good to have huge matchups. It's good to have rivalries. Uh, you know, even like we don't get anything out of the Toronto market, obviously. But people around the country, I think it's one of those tests. Did you, you uh, it's TV. a good thing. Did you guys Toronto like that? Because I always think, and look, I'm in New York now, but I am Canadian. And I have that. I'm a Raptor fan. I'm like, they don't want us in the finals, man. They, you know, they don't want you on the, you know, they don't want you on the one thing and during the week. It's another thing. So when you guys think, wow, this is kind of fun, you know, you have a Canadian team and it creates that original six. Did, did it hurt the numbers at all having a Canadian team in? The funny thing is it didn't. We got tremendous numbers from Toronto and Boston. Uh, you know, we did really well nationally. In fact, uh, there were a few games there where, we, you know, we were on head-to-head against the regional in Boston, and we were doing better than them in that area. Uh, you know, so people are still tuning in to us. Nationally, people are tuning in. I think it feels like a big game. And when it comes to the final, you know, I have a different perspective because 
We're in the studio the entire way, and then we travel for the final. And what I want people to see is when I come on the air and we're in our studio and it's in the arena, I want them to flip over and be like, whoa, what is going on here? And I feel like we got that in Nashville a few years ago because it was just mayhem, right? There's a full street party outside on Broadway. We're right around the corner from it, Mm. and it seems louder. It seems more out of control in that arena. And Vegas, they're putting on the show before. Uh, Dude, Carolina. I I always Mm. tell Canadians that they bitch. It's like, I don't know, guys. Look at Carolina. They hit 100 on the decibel meter last night. They're nuts (laughs) the other night there. They're nuts there. No, it's college college sports fans, and they're bringing that Mm. sort of passion. So I I, I love the idea that you flip it over. You're like, all right, I'll give this a shot. But you're hooked a few seconds in because you're like, wow, this seems crazy. Something big is about to happen. I'm going to stay with this. And I think we're getting that in a lot of great markets. I think we have some amazing matchups. And as for the playoff format, listen, I'm with you. I think there are some tweaks that could be made. The, the interesting thing about that is what people always complained about year after year was the idea. Well, we got to get out of here in 10 format, seconds. All right, with this new format, the best two teams often played in the second round. We're not seeing that because we had so many upsets. And now there's some fun, fresh faces at Newtown. Liam, McHugh. WeatherTech floor liners. You probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus, earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are you or someone you love? One of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease, there is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. 
Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. All right, guys, reminder, live coverage, first round, the NFL draft tomorrow night beginning at 8 o'clock on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Join Mike Blewett, Dane Martinez, Emery Hunt. They're going to have all the action from the uh, from the opening Roger Goodell uh, introduction there right through to the very end, pick number 32. You can get it all here on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page. Make sure you go there, subscribe. You can also weigh in. Join the chat. Join the conversation. It's going to be very much therapy. You can either gloat or you can bitch and moan. Either way, those three guys will be there for you from 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. tomorrow. And don't forget, guys, it is the start for fantasy football players and NFL betters. It is the start of the season. You're on the clock tomorrow night, 8 o'clock here on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page. Make sure you join us for 2019, the NFL Draft. It is here. I should like that um, bitching and gloating. That should be the name of this show. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> I do both of them. I bitch and especially I gloat. As, and I'm not saying I'm Bill's right. Especially as Jet fans, especially as J- Bills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bills and Jets fans. Yeah, bitching and gloating. No moaning. I, just, I, I oh, need a hot no. chick. Like, like they have, <laughs> notice, like the women here, they seem to be getting meaner and meaner, meaner and meaner to me on a daily basis. But that's beside the point. Let's bring in uh, Willie Colon uh, right now. Barstool breakfast. Super Bowl champion, the pride of Hofstra, Sportsnet New York, a sports analyst. Uh, good morning, Willie. How you doing this morning? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everything? Good. good. Listen, uh, yeah, I was kind of a jerk a few minutes ago. I was yelling at my boy uh, Ranieri here. He's in Miami, and I'm in New York, so we're separated. So it gets heated sometimes, and it was about Westbrook. And I'm not saying Westbrook is, you know, I'm not saying he's Michael Jordan, but Joe is from the, you know, Westbrook shoots too much. He can't shoot. He doesn't make people around him better. And I said, he's damned if he does. He's damned if he doesn't. If he shoots too much, it's a problem. If he doesn't shoot too much, they can't win because they don't have anybody besides him and Paul George. You're a football guy, but I want you to be the judge here, Willie. What's your take? Well, I think uh, if you watch the post game with uh, Charles Barkley and Shaq and, and Kenny and all of them, um, I thought Charles had a great take. He goes, you know, at some point, Westbrook is going to have to change his game. I think the, and the speed and the, and the veracity of, uh, in which he plays, um, I think he's wearing his bigs out. And I think if, you, if you're going to be a shooter, you're going to need the big guys to kind of bang the boards and help you out. They struggled. Uh, I thought Portland was the more intense team, the more focused, uh, the more grittier team. And I think Westbrook right now, I think it happens to a lot of elite players. When you feel like you have you have to put on the cape to kind of get your team over the hump and it doesn't work in, on, in your favor, I think sometimes your confidence drops and I think sometimes you press. I think Westbrook right now has to figure out what type of ball player he needs to be to be productive. I think he's 31 years old, to be exact. And, you know, I mean, obviously he's going to stay in great shape. He's going to continue to be a big-time player. But it, his legacy is going to be uh, pretty much judged on if his, if his ability to go back to the um, NBA Finals. And he hasn't done that in a long time, especially without Harden and KD. So um, right now, if you look at Dane Litter, he played out of the skull. I mean, that's a big-time shot uh, in a big-time situation. And Westbrook was pretty much, you know, he's put in the shadows because of it. So um, he's going to have to step up and he's got to figure it out. 
All right. Sounds like uh, it's a point for you, Ranieri. Mm-hmm. Um, not full, but uh, it sounds like it's a lean. Uh, we'll continue the argument and, and the case. So uh, we weren't planning. We were talk a little draft here, but Ben Roethlisberger, if you're wondering, Joe, they're saying, uh, Schefter's saying in, in the ballpark of $30 million a year. Wow. So I'm always amazed when I think, uh, Willie, of like, you know, Tom Brady. I'm like, man, you know, he, this guy beat Kurt Warner in the Super Bowl. He beat Jake DeLome. And I'm just thinking of all the guys that are like out of the league that look old and retired now and stuff, and he's still out there. We're almost getting there with Ben right now. I mean, I used to have your boy Ike. Uh, Ike Taylor was a regular on my show, and it feels like it's been forever. Like, Ike feels old to me now. And, and here's <laughs> Ben was. still playing, bro. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? What do you think of the extension with Ben? You know, I just think it's a testament to his ability to just flat out, you know, just be resilient. I think he still has a passion for the game. You got to credit Kevin Colbert and that, and that uh, front office for really putting solid pieces around him. I mean, he's playing, you know, he has a, at least the top five offensive line in the game. He had Le'Veon, he had AB. But you talk about the emergence of James Conner, and now you have Juju Schuster, and you have a defense that's coming along uh, as far as in front seven. Obviously, they need work in the secondary. But he, he's been able, they've been able to put things around him where he's been able to kind of really extend his career from a standpoint where he's not taking the hits he used to take. You know, he's, he's, he's become more of a pocket passer. Uh, he still improvises and does his thing on the football field. But in that regard, if you look at what Ben has been able to do during his career, he's been a winner. And no matter how much you uh, like him on or off the field, whatever you decide, he's been a winner. And, uh, and I think as long as he continues to do that, age doesn't matter. Willie, I'm wondering, you know, draft, of course, uh, tomorrow night, and the NFL especially has done an amazing job of marketing Kyler Murray. I mean, the commercials are over the top. It's Kyler Murray this, Kyler Murray that. From what we're hearing uh, from different guys is, like, we don't know what Arizona is going to do. Like, he may or may not be their pick, but uh, what we are definitely hearing from a consensus is that if it's not Arizona – he may be dropping a hell of a lot farther than people are uh, are giving him credit for. So, what do you think about uh, what's going to happen tomorrow with Kyler Murray? I was I was just having that conversation with somebody, and I listen. I don't know what to think. I also think, you know, they drafted Josh Rosen, who I think is a solid quarterback. Obviously, he didn't have the protection and the pieces around him for him to be successful. But if you give Josh Rosen an offensive line and a run game, and obviously he has Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, but a couple more pieces in that offense, he could be he can be a big time quarterback. I really believe that. Um, Kyler Murray is undersized. I think he's obviously he's he can run. He he can, he's he's a gritty. He's a hell of an athlete. But I just don't see with, with all the rumors coming out. You know, I'm I'm a fan, and maybe it's just old school of me. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. All that stuff that came out of the combine was disturbing because I, there was a kid who comes off extremely polished and. But I also think back, you know, why did he leave Texas A&M? You know, why wasn't he successful there? We'll force him to go to Oklahoma. Now, see, it worked out for him at the end of the day. Uh, but there's still questions about Kyler Murray. And, and we're talking about the Evo to draft, and there's still hardcore questions. You need to uh, find out if you're a ball club before you take him at number one, particularly going to Arizona. That needs a lot of work. That needs a lot of uh, key pieces and, and quality depth on that team. So I think it's a hell of a risk to take the guy. And I definitely can see him falling right off the uh, right off to the second round wow interesting too like i guess there's that little doubt too yeah if things don't go well is he just gonna go play for the oakland athletics too right like he always you know it seems like he's got his wheel the wheels are always spinning <laughs> when, I, when i look at him i'm wondering what's this kid thinking uh what what, right. what is going on here i wanted to ask you this willie um so you know the, the nick bosa stuff so it comes out listen nothing wrong if you like the president you like the president 
you know, you know, you, you, you know, you, you, you support political politics and stuff. That that's his right as an American to support whoever he wants to support. And get into okay, he doesn't like Beyonce. I didn't like Black Panther. He didn't like. All right, there's a pattern here. You see what's going on. There's a little bit of a pattern yeah, here, yeah. right? Of the movies. He didn't seem to have a problem with uh, the Lady Gaga movie, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got a problem with certain things. <laughs> then true. it comes out point blank. He's re- retweeting, liking, homophobic, N-bomb stuff. Hell of a yep. football player. I said that, I think that how many guys in a room, Willie, number one, don't care or don't know about this stuff, right? Like, the players know, oh, this guy said this on Twitter. Do they care? Would a couple of guys care? Would you care? If you're like, man, this guy's a baller, but we know who he is. Or is it just, hey, there's some people that have different, you know, there's sort of redneck click, there's that click, there's different clicks in a room. Yep. How do you handle it? You just sort of accept it. It's almost like a prison yard, isn't it? Uh, you know, I don't know if it's a prison yard, but I, I no, think No, and I don't mean that derogatory, but I mean yeah, you're going to no, have a crew. Yeah. I've seen in sports, like even in big and like, let's be real. The Hispanic guys are hanging out together, cranking salsa music. The white guys are cranking metal in the corner. You know what I mean? There are clicks, yeah, right? Yeah, I get it. 100% is clicks. But I also think when you're a young guy, particularly you drafted uh, in the first round, you know, when you drafted that high, you're you're expected to be a franchise changer. You're expected to be a leader. Um, and if people have questions, if you're a racist or not, or if you're a guy who, you know, they can't come to because, you know, you're so dismissive on their views, um, that, that's hard to swallow, and that's hard to follow, too, because at the end of the day, you know, he's going to get drafted top five, and he's going to be Interesting. To One thing if he's just another guy in the team. Another thing if you're like a face of the franchise and a leader. I get it, yeah. Exactly, and you're standing in front of a, you know, if, if you sit in a locker room, and there's gonna, you see it all the time on the NFL uh, Network or any other shows, they show Drew Brees in a huddle leading a bunch of men, or they show Brady, or they show a bunch of big-time guys talking to a mixed group. You know, the NFL is 75 to 80% black. And if you've got a, a bunch of brothers, and I'm just being frank, looking at a guy who's a, who has tweets, real, uh, retweets, homophobic or racist stuff, they're not listening to him. Yet, they don't mm-hmm. even care about him. Because at the end of the day, they know he's not going anywhere because he's a first-rounder. But on the flip side of that, he may be sitting by himself or with this select group of guys who think like him uh, in the lunchroom. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a, I think as, as a rookie, you can have your views and you have your opinions. Um, but you got to be able to lead. And if, if part of people walking away from you is your character and what you believe in, I think you got to check yourself. And I think the organization has to be aware of it, too, because at the end of the day, if, if you've been around any ball club or any sports organization, they preach family. They preach your brotherhood. Well, I don't think anybody's going to be willing to call Nick Bosa a brother if you're tweeting homophobic stuff and, and you don't like Black Panther. You start isolating yourself in a big way, and then it gets uglier, and particularly if you fall on a team that already doesn't have a locker room culture, and that's when it gets toxic. Very yeah, and interesting. It's in, Great yeah, insight. And it's important, Willie, because he's got to go out and he's got to earn it, too. Because coming in in that yeah, position, perfect. already you're going to have guys looking at him and going, all right, chump, you know, first round, let's see what you got. So he's got to earn it on the field first. Right. And then what happens also, and, and maybe just I'm old school, you talk about me and I being old school. When you start getting that type of rep or that type of kind of being uh, an a-hole, if you will, um, guys start looking for you. And they start looking for you where it's not going to be helpful for your career. You know, you, there may be a 907 where somebody falls on the back of your ankle and you think it's an uh, accident. It's not going to be. So it's. You don't like black people, eh, bro, as I land yeah, on yeah. you right on your well, knee. Well, huh? Right, exactly. 360 on you. 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it's a honest. I mean, it it is the NFL is clickish, in particular in the locker room. But it, it gets it gets bad when people start pitching you. People start pigeonholing you in a certain way. Then yeah. guys, because at the end of the day, it's a brotherhood, and guys like to defend each other, right? It's, it's all about the shield. It's all about the brand. It's all about the franchise at hand. And if you start dividing yourself because of things you said or things you won't, you have said in the past, you know, we're in a society right now with social media and, and what you tweet and what you say, it, it's pretty much your resume. Uh, and so you, you have to be you have to be careful. I don't know where he stands on a lot of things. Obviously, I'm not uh, invested in Nick Bosa uh, as a whole, but um, it is cause for concern because of character, uh, and particularly when you're going to get drafted that high, it's not a good look. All right. Well, unfortunately, we've only got about a minute left uh, here. So, um, uh, New York Giants, just because they're they're crazier. It usually used to be the Jets. All right, a circus for the Jets. Now it's the Giants. What do the Giants do a quarterback? What would you do? You got like a minute here. I mean. You take, you think they take Jones at 17, they go with defense or something at six, 17, trade for Rosen. What do you do if you're Gettleman here? Yeah, if I'm him, I'm, I'm trying to help the defense out. Um, obviously, you've made a hell of a choice to stick with Eli Manning. Uh, you got a chance at six to get a, a big time corner of safety or even a pass rusher. Because uh, you're talking about there's so much def- there was so much money on that side of the ball. Um, you let Landon's go, you let Harrison go, you let Ov go. You're going to have to start finding some guys on that defensive side of the ball that can really combat uh, the guys you asked to walk out that locker room. So, um, for me, it would be defense. If I can get a pass rusher uh, or, or a solid safety, uh, they're going to fill some holes. I'm, I'm with it. And I know they have Jabril Peppers, but um, they, they're, they're going to have to really kind of revamp that defense. Hey, Willie, great insight. Really enjoyed uh, hanging with you, bro. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. There's uh, Will, yeah. Willie Colon. It's great insight uh, there, Joe. A nice perspective, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting because with Kyler Murray, it's the, it's the fear we've been talking about. Yeah, you've I mean, called this. You've said it all along. I think know, Gruden's it's, it's, the X factor. I think if Arizona passes, always, Gruden always. takes him fourth. Yeah, it's. Who do you got tonight? Uh, I am going. Uh, give me Washington Capitals, baby, to end this uh, misery and uh, and move on already. Damn it! If you parlay uh, Houston Rockets money line, Warriors money line, and Washington, it's like plus one twenty-five. May the winners be yours. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Let's talk draft right now uh, with uh, with Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com, one of the most insightful uh, football websites and insightful um, football men in the business joins us. Uh, Chris, do you think like anything's different right now, or is it a smokescreen? Do you think Kyler Murray, and I'm not saying he should, but do will, do you think he will still be the number one pick? Well, you guys know that the odds are just what the public thinks, and it really has nothing to do with what's going on behind the scenes. Nothing's changed. The Cardinals' game plan has been in scotch for a while. You know, they just, they're not going to tell people what they're going to do because they would like to see what type of trade offer they can get when they're on the clock. Now, they've talked with people, they've not gotten an offer that intrigues them but there is a possibility if they do want to take Kyler Murray that if they could move down a couple of spots um, they would love to do that and still get him there's really not the market for anybody wanting to move up but you never know what happens that's why you play the game of smoke screen and you say yeah we love Josh Rosen we love this you love everybody and you try to just dissuade you know whatever somebody says you try to go the other way but but the bottom line is they know what they're going to do if they keep the pick, but what they don't know is what on offer might come that might change things a little bit. But I, I suspect that they'll take him. That's not what I would do. I know the scouts in uh, that room, like Bosa and Williams, Quinnen Williams and Nick Bosa, not the quarterback. But you know, if they go ahead and they obviously fired a coach, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> after not even after one year, after one season, and now they got a new coach that. And Cliff Kingsbury, that they they may want to pair him with the quarterback that he wants, so it makes sense uh, for for the reasoning of why they want to do it. Is it the right combination? I think that can be very easily disputed. But I would say that if they keep the pick, 
uh, the odds are that they'll take him. What do you think about Bosa and Quentin Williams as far as San Francisco uh, is concerned? I think Bosa's the pick. I think he's the the best player on the board. And if you can get him at two, and it happens to be at a position of need, who doesn't need pass rushers, by the way, I think it makes the most sense. Um, and I think that's what they'll do. It's what I would do. Uh, and it would be a mistake to move out of that and pass on a player like that. You don't move out of your pick unless your board tells you there's nobody there that separates itself from anybody else. And if we move down X spots, let's say we move down six spots, 